This episode, we have Milky Diamonds. Is that his real name? No. Am I supposed to tell you his real name? No. Anyway, uh, he's a JZX driver currently living in Japan, and he's putting out these kind of cool, compact tutorials for social media. And they're getting a lot of reach, and I feel like it's cool because he's teaching the difference between the techniques of like e-brake entry versus clutch kick entry, and kind of tracking his progress and like showing him like working on backwards entries and stuff. He literally moved to Japan to drift, uh, and he bought a car in Japan when he was living in the UK before he even had a car in the UK, and like taught himself how to drive stick at Ebisu in the car that he bought. I found that super interesting. So, um, check this one out. I guess, I guess I'll start it out. Um, so I, I did one of those like IG things, like who should I have on? And you're yep. like me. And I like, I didn't, I didn't know you at all. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, who's this guy? Milky diamonds. What's that? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't initially like, respond but i i followed you and i was like all right like you know dudes in japan that's cool yeah uh you know it's got a jzx that's cool you know jz gang and uh, yeah yeah and then i was like i was seeing kind of like some videos pop up and it was like I, this is this is pretty much like the car community right now for me if somebody's been like around a long time right. is like you see people come out and it's like you're like, what, what is their, what is their like motive? Right. Like, are they trying to like amass an audience? Are they like trying to be somebody? And yeah. like for a while, it's hard to tell with, with like what people's kind of like goals are or whatever, but I, I've been watching you for like a bit now. Right. Yeah. And I'm seeing like the progression and driving and like, you're definitely like a character, right? Like, <laughs> Thanks, <man>. uh, <laughs> uh, and I think I think like the turning point when I was like, hey, we should do one of these is like recently you were at Matsuri and yeah. like it looked like you're putting like a lot of driving in and like very focused on technique and like you know you're you're trying to and and trying to like teach people, right? Like and I, yeah. I love that, you know. So that's kind of like that's where I was like, okay, this dude, he's he's not just like trying to, you know, amass a, a thing, like like he wants to share drifting with everybody and he wants to like help people get better. And that's like the whole point of this podcast really. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was like, man, must be time. So with that whole intro, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess my, I, I have a few questions for you, right? Like hit me. I'm ready. Hit me. How, how did you end up like doing Matsuri's in Japan with the JZX. Like you're from you're from the UK, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I think I saw that you're Ethiopian. Like, are you from UK? Like with Ethiopian heritage? Are you from Ethiopia? Uh, the first one. I'm from the UK with Ethiopian heritage. Yeah, sick. And so like, you just found drifting and was like, man, I need to go to Japan. Or did you go to Japan because of drifting? Like, what what got you there? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I did, like if we're just gonna get the ball rolling. Yeah, I moved to Japan to do drifting. That's 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 as if you want a single sentence, that's what it is. I just moved <laughs> here to do drifting because to me, it's just the coolest thing ever. It's the most fun thing you can do in a car, and I'm just like, this looks amazing. And where can I do this 
the most like the uh, like how, I, all i care about is driving i just want to drive i just want to get better and i just want to share those experiences of people like I, my passenger seat is always open like i always have a spare helmet with me whenever i'm at the track and i just want to take people out and just drift and i might not always get it right like i've had a few runs where like i was i think i was at the track maybe a month ago when i got my new engine put in and i was just testing it out mm-hmm. and this nice japanese man came up to me and he was like oh you Mookie Diamonds? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. And first and foremost, I'm so humbled that a Japanese person came <laughs> up to me and was like, oh, is this you? And show me my and show me his phone in my Instagram. I'm like, oh yeah, it is. And like, How I speak crazy is that? broken. Oh, bro, it's so crazy. Like, I speak just enough Japanese to get by. Like, I'm not fluent by any sense of the word. And he knew a little bit of English too, but through like the love of cars, we communicated. And he was like, oh, mm. I'm your fan. And I'm like jump in my car right now like jump in right now like, <laughs> yeah, i was like yeah. i'm gonna warn you like i'm not i'm still not 100 yet with the new engine but jump in let's go let's have some runs took him out it was a fun time he sent me a message after saying thank you and like just being really polite in japanese and i was like whenever you're there just hit me up like i'm always happy when to take people out um yeah like it's just I'm, I'm here just to drive and i just want to get better i'm not doing it for clout or anything i just think it's something amazing and awesome and i just want to get better at it yeah did you like how did you find it in the UK? Because I know the UK scenes like it's it's decent size, but it's not crazy big there, I guess. Like it's not really like that accessible, I think, because a lot less people have cars. Like if you live in like London or Yeah. Um from what so, I understand. Yeah, no, no. Um you're hundred percent right. Like so so I'm from London and like trying to own anything cool or anything with a turbo before you're the age of twenty-five is really difficult because mm-hmm. insurance in the UK is mandatory. And insurance usually costs more than the car. So you'll buy like a, I don't know, like a thousand pounds Nissan, like KA, they call it Nissan Marches in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. And sorry, a Nissan Micra. Uh, and then your insurance will be like 1,500 pounds. And that's with like a black box that will monitor, um, like you might have a curfew or if you go over the speed limit in certain parts your insurer gets notified and they'll send you like a text message or something and there are loads of other things that make it really (laughs) difficult and like it it all depends on where you live so i live in london that's like so so expensive for having a vehicle there like i think i checked it one time the price of an evo 8 i could have uh, i think they were selling for like six thousand seven thousand pounds or so but insurance was like 15 grand for me and i'm like so you pay that at the time of purchase of the vehicle um before you're allowed to drive on the road you have to pay really the, the price of the insurance yeah, so, so you can buy the car without anything and just leave it on your driveway um that's which crazy a lot of, which a lot of people don't have like so you can't buy it and then leave it on the side of the road because then it counts as a car by insurance like only some people have driveways and my i'm fortunate enough that my family don't live in central anymore we used to but we moved a bit further out um just so we had a bigger house for myself and my two little brothers and yeah. you can leave the car on the driveway but for you to take it on the road it has to have insurance like, I mean, I started coming to Ibisu and drifting before I got my driver's license. <laughs> yeah. How so, old are you? Uh, I am the great young age of 2018 or 28 in layman's terms. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we're, yeah. Not, that, we're not that far off. I'm 31. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty close. Damn. So, you, so, so having, having a car in the UK is challenging. Having yes. a cool car in the UK is even more challenging. Yeah. Like, it's just money. <sighs> And then tracks aren't, there's the tracks are usually, I could be mistaken in this, but tracks like usually like central UK-ish. So London's like down southwest-ish. Um, so the tracks were like too, 
hours, three hours away, I think was the closest one. And even then, like you needed to have insurance, like your car needs to be like fully MOT'd and insured to get it to the track. And trying to, if you want to get a trailer, you need a separate license. Like you need to go for different tests to drive a car with a trailer on the back. And there's a, a lot of barriers to entry that make it really difficult for someone who's just starting out or just wants to get into the sport. So I, see. I just thought, yeah, I'm just going to try to go to, go to the source and just figure it out from there. <laughs> wow. So you're like, so did you learn how to drift in Japan? This is like, this. you went to Japan to learn how to drift? Like, yeah, did you yeah. ever drift before you went to Japan? No, no. I, I didn't have a driver lessons. I, could, I've, I had done maybe 10 lessons or 10 hours inside my instructor's learner's car. And then I just bought a 350 horsepower S14 from Power Vehicles. Um, <laughs> then the day after my last university exam, when I was 21, I caught a plane to Japan, didn't know anything to do with the language. I followed the instructions on Power Vehicles' website, which was from Narita Airport, catch a train to Tokyo, from Tokyo, catch a train to Koryama, Koryama, catch a local train to Nihomatsu, then catch a taxi up to the track. It's about three hours. You'll figure it out. I'm like, okay. So I did that. Um, I got there, and then we went to go pick up my car, and it was like in uh, where it was parked, it's like a very hilly area, and the Power Vehicles mechanics at the time were like, oh, do you know how to drive a car with a heavy clutch? And I just looked at them real sheepishly and was like, I don't really know how to drive a car like that, period. Can you guys take it out for me? Um, so then, <laughs> <laughs> like, all I had driven was, like, like your little Nissan Micro, like, what's yeah. that, like a 1.2 liter soft-ass clutch, anything. Um, this was a 350 horsepower S14. It was basically a comp-level car. Prices back then, like, oh, my God, they were so good for us. Like, it was, like, yeah. 350 horsepower, T518Z, um cams cage knuckles four six diff like fast oh like yeah yeah fast um so then the next day i taught myself how to drive manual and andy gray came down and turned my boost all the way down for me and i was like thank you so much like um <laughs> <laughs> i was at the skid pan doing massive like doing donuts but they weren't really donuts they were just me getting the class adders and getting super excited and just burning the tires because i'm like this is so much fun and he yeah. came and just turned it all the way down to like the lowest boost will go it's like okay if you can try and do donuts then sunega tomorrow because i had a lesson with team orange with now to sunega the next day no um, way yeah it was crazy and then um i did that had my lesson the next day then for the next 12 days or 10 days taught myself how to drift by by doing the team orange techniques um which is the four techniques are do a donut um from a standstill both directions then pull the handbrake into a cone box into a square both directions then drive up to a cone pull the handbrake do one donut and exit both directions and then figure eight mm. and then uh, I actually haven't heard that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Like people have been asking me to do like make beginner tutorial drift videos to help on Instagram. So I'm gonna start yeah. doing those four that I learned from Team Orange next. But yeah, yeah. next two weeks, taught myself how to drift, and yeah, that was I caught the bug and I tried to go back to every Matsuri every um twice a year to spring and November. How many times? How many Matsuris have you driven? Funnily enough, my car always breaks the day before Matsuri, but <laughs> literally every time it breaks on the Friday or it'll break on the Saturday morning or something. But I think I've been to 12 Matsuris maybe or some 13, 14, I think. Before I moved here, I had been to Japan 10 times for Matsuri. That's crazy, man. Yeah. 10 times. So 10 times. So you'd, you'd flown purely just to go drift to Japan. 10 times, 10 separate yeah. occasions. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, there was, I think it was four times from the UK. And then I managed to meet some cool Kiwi guys um, at Metsuri and they offered me a job in New Zealand doing social media. So I moved to New Zealand before moving to Japan and I came oh. to Drift maybe six times while I was living there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wild story. <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah, I just... I decided to just take it. I was like, you know what? Just let's do it. Let's just let's just let's just. How have long fun did you live in uh, New Zealand for? Uh, two years. Okay. So yeah. that. Yeah. Did you drive out there at all? Do you like know anybody from New Zealand? Uh yeah. So I got offered the job by Genesis Massive, who were like uh, um, ah, yeah, they, back in... they sponsored the uh, uh, Animal Style GP event that we went there. Yes. For. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so main man Dan hooked me up and he got me a Mark II and I, that was my daily. Unfortunately, the first drift event in New Zealand, there was an accident happened and I wrecked the car. It was a very sad time. Oh. Um, yeah, it was in the middle of getting complied to be road legal. Um, yeah. So then I took it out to the drift event, went drifting. Someone spun in front of me and made like a massive smoke screen. So I tried to drift around it. But then at the last second day, it appeared right where my car was. So I swerved to get out of the way and hit the concrete wall and car was a write-off but i guess i'm happy i didn't hurt someone else so there's that, that silver lining um reshelled the car then drove around for like a year in with that then I had to sell it and move to japan and got my chaser here which i also got from genesis massive as well like and crazy yeah <laughs> it's a wild time man so how long have you, you've been in japan how long now like, uh just over two years moved there in 2019 are you living like how far are you from ebisu like uh door to door from my front door to be second front door is two hours and i've timed it <laughs> uh, okay are you living yeah. like in tokyo or are you uh, like... i'm in um uh utsunomiya which is yeah. right next to nico circuit so nico circuit is 20 ah. minutes down the road for me oh nice yeah it's awesome do you drive nico often uh i've only driven nico once because my car lives at um ibisu circuit with oh that vehicles. makes sense yeah. yeah um i drove it once in the rain that was actually when my engine um started overheating and was like bad and dead um but nico's like it's awesome i just hope i can do it again in in the dry like <laughs> yeah that's that's a track that i'd really like to drive i it's, mean it's it, all of them track. i've i've been to ebisu but i have not driven there uh, so but, next time you're here you gotta jump in mine uh okay <laughs> it's a stock yeah. one it's a stock chaser but like that's that's what you need I've, for ebisu anyway. I've, I've never driven a jzx uh when i was Back when I had back when I had my S13, I like was always like I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get JZX100. Like one yeah. of these days, man, I'm gonna get a JZX100. And I waited too long because now oh, yeah. prices now are, it's prices are, are yeah. They're, uh, if people knew what they went for back in the day, they'll be so upset. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at least I have the motor from one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. motors. Like, I paid like a little bit of money for my, like, quite a bit of money for my motor. Like, motors back in the day used to be sub 100,000 yen for one JZs. It were nothing, yeah. it were a dime a dozen, but now yeah. it's like three times that price. Yeah, they're getting crazy over here. Yeah. But I mean, the demand. Pay to play these days, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just going to, I'm really interested to see, like, is there are there any like weird motors that people are like kind of going to in Japan that are cheaper like from newer cars cuz there really isn't much like in the in the modern day stuff like yeah you're right there really isn't to be fair from what i've seen everyone they've started using like NA 2Js and just turboing them um, plus T in them uh, I see. um that's the next thing that people are doing cuz the only difference is the oil squirters 
But I think okay. it's the non-VVTIs that are the ones that they go for because the internals are more or less the same as a Turbo version. Ah, um, yeah. But apart from that, there isn't anything that you'd really think of as like brand new that people are trying to put. I mean, people still put like 2Js into GTA 6s and even like RCFs, they put 2Js into. So it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit, it's a bit wild and scary to think about it. That I know, I must, wanna, I must want to like get a couple of them and just like... For real, for real. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> just stockpile them in the corner or something. Yep, these are mine. Man, yeah, I think I think things are gonna get interesting here. Like, and and you're saying that in Japan prices are going up too, even in like this last like turn. I mean, so I have I have like a group of friends who went to Japan. Yeah, they were they were the last people outside of Japan who got to drive Ebisu. Like, because right. they were there the week of like COVID and like no one was there. Ah, and yeah, yeah. So they were like, yeah, yeah, get out. They they let them in the country because it was like the week where they like said, okay, no more people. Right. And so they like, they had like, I think like three days to themselves. Like they were, they had all of Ebisu to themselves in their, cool. in their car. They got to drive it a bunch. They went home. And now I'm looking at them like, you might be the last people that got to drive Manami from like outside yeah. of Japan. Like, yeah. For real. That's, yeah, man. Like everyone who's getting in now are either teachers like myself um, or military personnel. But think that's about it in terms of foreigners. Oh, I guess and and Olympic contestants, but that's all been gone. Yeah. Now. yeah, I don't know how many of them are drifting, but maybe uh, some, maybe some, maybe one of maybe them. Some. One, yeah, maybe some. I wonder one. if anyone <laughs> came from the Olympics that's like super and drifting and went. And like, <laughs> out. Let me be, let me be part of the committee, and I just need to take a day off somewhere, and I'll be back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I gotta I gotta go to the docks for for, for this real. very important meeting tonight. <laughs> 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 oh man yeah it's 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 wild that that news kind of came out of nowhere but um i guess it kind of makes sense if you look at the whole grand scheme of things and it is sad that minami um will be from from the reports i've heard and from what i've heard that is changing into a, a rally track which is what it used to be back in the day um mm. from from what i've been told what i've heard so like i may not be 100 accurate it's like secondhand information um i guess i guess rally might be like getting popular or more popular or something and they just want space for it or it could just be more affordable than drifting these days that's real man yeah because yeah, that's definitely um, real for sure like they're like people are starting to bring 350 z's out to the track like um g35s 37s which you never used to see even a year ago to be honest with you really when i got to met series a year ago you'd maybe see like one 350z and everything else was your usual yeah skyline, like I, sylvia skyline jzx and now you're seeing more 350z's out there and some gta 6s as well so yeah it's definitely changing i think it's at the point now where everything's just transforming and changing yeah i'm, I'm really curious to see how things go over there because I, yeah. I, mean, I haven't been in like i guess two years now so yeah I, and every time I go, I go to Mahon, so it's like pretty much the same thing every time. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's like a bunch of S chassis that are like, there's some nice ones and some ones that are like very fast but scary looking, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I guess, I think I was talking to a friend the other day um, who's also into drifting himself, and he was like, I think the barrier to entry is really, really high for new people, but it's going to be interesting for people like us who have our engines and gearboxes and cars already, what we're going to be putting those drivetrain into once if we have an unfortunate accident and we need to change chassis. Yeah. Um, luckily, I, I have a spare 
JZX chassis shell waiting for me. I mean, if anything happens to mine that I can just put my stuff into, which I bought before everything happened. Um, but like, are we going to put them into GTA 6s? Are we going to put them into 350Zs? Are we going to put them into Altezas maybe? Like, we don't yeah. know yet. I was, that's happening over here a lot. That's very common. Well, yeah. like it, over here, it's the IS300, but it comes with the NA2J already. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like that. that's that's becoming a very popular choice. But most of them came automatic. So it's like all you have to do is like manual swap it and turbo. But that's, you know, that's work. And yeah, that's yeah. Not necessarily like just buying a, buying a car that's able to drift. I think yeah, the one yeah. I think the one that's going to be really popular is probably the GT86. I was, yeah. I was talking to Kazuya about it a bit, and he was like, yeah. you know, he's he does FD, and he's like, I won't, you know, he was, he likes he likes the S15, but he's like, honestly, this is a good platform. I'm like, all right, mm. I mean, if you if you like if if you like an S15 and you like this car, then it's probably not a bad route, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But it's like the engines, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, like Toyota has a lot of other really good, capable engines that he could have put in instead. Um, I mean, the the joke that I always make is like, you got to remember that car comes with Prius sized tires. So I hope that tells you everything you need to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they made it. They made it for like, they made it to get good gas mileage. And then if you want to go the, tra- I mean, it's it's supposed to be a Corolla replacement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They wanted it to be slow and fun and like something you can throw around with like really good like balance and stuff and that's why they put a flat motor in it but i mean i think i think the k if the k series honda motors mounted like in rear wheel drive form can actually like withstand heavy drift abuse i think that motor in the in the gt86 platform is going to be very popular in the in the coming years yeah, I think you're right. I've seen, like, I never really kept up to date with much of the Honda engines, but I have started seeing more and more online people doing K-series, like your man Hurt. He, like, yeah. put one into his um, 240, uh, I guess. Um, and, I mean, one kind of blew up, I think, but then he's got another one now. <laughs> but I've yeah. seen that swap happening more and more. Like, i got some friend in the UK who's doing the same thing as well. So I think, I think if Hurt puts that motor in his car and it actually works and he's, like, able to drive it a lot, I think, I think people are going to buy a lot of those so yeah yeah for sure and you know julian's doing that as well so it's it's oh yeah yeah we'll see man i mean i i'm very curious to see i think i think the point of entry is is raising though like it is like you know because back in the day you pick up a car that you could drift for like a couple grand right yeah and like you can kind of still do that here like if you get like even the like you know whatever whatever you say about the chassis the e36 is a capable platform that 100%. there are a lot of here and same, yeah. i'm sure in the uk too is i mean that's like all you see at the basically at <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's kind of what it is over here too like they're just affordable cars that you can do it but there's only so many of them and really. prices are going up and like i just don't know what's next we're the, the dude you used to be able to get like a 350z for like three grand and now they're like six seven eight you know everything is wild doubling yeah should i tell you how much i got my s14 for back in 2015 sure <laughs> it cost me five hundred and sixty thousand yen oh 
which is <laughs> what's that like f- almost like, six grand or something yeah yeah something like that. and this was 350 horsepower cams cage ready to go four six ready to go body kit like ready <sighs> to rock and roll like it, like you could take this to a comp and you'd be, and you'd be fine no issues whatsoever yeah Unfortunately, yeah. like I wasn't that good of a driver for it. Um, and I definitely <laughs> went back to the roots by getting a stock JZX and building it up as I go. Definitely much better. Um, yeah. But the price of that was insane. I'm going to say like, what what was it like jumping? Because cause that's something that we talk about often. Like a lot of my teammates and friends and stuff. Yeah. We all started because we're, I don't know, we're like broke kids. But I mean, similar price of entry, right? Like we we're all broke yeah. kids and we got like a, a 240 and like kept the, NA like uh K24 in it, right? And weld the diff and sometimes not even put coilovers on it. (laughs) Just go out and drift it. And we like learned with not only like low power, but like no power, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's like I don't know if it's really like the same thing as like a Corolla, but it's like similar concept, right? Like what was it like learning in something that fast? And then how does it like translate? Like, do you feel like you had to like kind of relearn some basics when you started over because you started with power? Um, That's an awesome question. Um, I felt like with my S14, I wasn't momentum drifting is the way that I Mm. explain it. What I was doing is I was drifting, then slowing down, then speeding up. So I was compensating for my own apprehensiveness to carry that speed through a corner with the power that the car was able to do. Like I could do all of North course in third gear in that car. That's how much power it had. And because of the four, six diff, it was just happy third gear, the whole way. Like I wouldn't have to change gears, which, you know, I guess at the time feels kind of cool because you're making all this smoke and you (laughs) have to change gears and you're like, exactly. I'm the biggest, baddest man on campus. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like I'm I'm the big dog. Like like, like, it's like the locker room. You know what I mean? You walk through and I say, yeah, my car can do so much smoke, but then, try to go to a technical track where you got to change down gears and it's like i haven't really practiced this quick shift and change down thing you know like yeah. um and i felt like going to my jzx which is heavier um and jzx's are good at carrying speed um in terms of building speed back up if you've got a stock one it's not the best um mm, i'm fine with that but it's like i think it was the best decision i ever made going to a jzx like the the difference that i see between the two cars is that my s sylvia this could be more due to the, sash, the chassis rather than this, the power my sylvia was very twitchy and always wanted to drift um which i personally don't like i like the car being mm. normal doing its thing and the moment i tell it to drift it goes um mm. so that was the thing that jzx has taught me is that you can drive normally and but you have to be the one that's 100% in control of how you want the car to go and what you want the car to do. So that's why I've tried to be practicing building up the speed, throwing big flicks, using that to slow myself down instead of using the brake, um, the foot brake to slow myself down and using that momentum and the weight of the J's that's to carry myself through a corner and keep the high speed up and also learning how to downshift quickly and stuff like that. So I took it as I'm learning to push myself as a driver and push myself in using the science and the physics of driving to be better rather than undercutting my like own bad driving skills by using power to like make up for it. Interesting. So that's yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, uh, that's pretty realistic. Yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that's how most people feel in Japan, right? Like that's like kind of a common consensus is like 
momentum drifting like that you know that's like the technical ability and and pushing the technique not like fixating on like tuning right and yeah adding you know more and more stuff to the car to be able to make it do xyz it's like it's like very uh technique focused like yeah i i think i think someone was explaining to me that like people are more common so like in the u.s people are always talking about setup yeah but not set up like parts and like, what are you running and this and that. And then in Japan, people are talking about like technique, like where are you entering, you know, and then, and then some tuning stuff, but like mainly like it's technique focused. I don't know if that's true, like at Ebisu, but I hear other tracks. That's the case. Yeah. Um, I'd say 100% that we just look at technique driving a lot. Like I take, I record all of my in-cars and I watch my in-cars like religiously as soon as i'm done like the moment i finish a run i'll jump on my phone get the gopro out and i'll just watch it and i'll be like okay what did i do here what did i do there and i'll take that mm. footage and i go like i'm privileged and humbled and lucky enough that i can just take that to andy like and, and at pv and be like hey bro like is this good what i need to do here like well, how can i do it better mm. and he just usually says you even need to go faster we need to not slow down as much like and because like you can take a why is that like, why is that always <laughs> like why is that always the people who are really good's advice like <laughs> yeah for real. <laughs> yeah but the funny thing is like he said one thing to me and it made everything click like i was having some troubles doing clutch kick entries on north course because i'm not gonna lie to you it was a bit scary like yeah. i have i have a girlfriend here i've got responsibilities i got my my teaching job like i can't just get injured you know like yeah i get it and um yeah, my cars are safe. Got a roll cage, harness, bucket seats. But still, I'm still a little bit apprehensive. And I've crashed into the North Course mountain before my S14. I, I was trying 360 degree entries in the pouring rain. It was very dumb. I managed to get one. Then I said, "Let me do one more." And I crashed into the mountain. Anyway, I digressed. Um, and his advice to me was, "Don't think about it. Just do what you know you can do. Like I've seen you drive. You can do it. Like you just got to have confidence that you'll make the corner. Just cl- just clutch kick." and throw the car as you normally would like on school course you do the same thing just you're just doing it at a higher speed there's enough runoff in north course if you feel like you're not going to make it you can just tap the brake and because your car's got so much angle it'll slow down and you won't hit anything and i applied that and from then on i've been able to just throw these big nice angle entries with jzx and start getting on power earlier and earlier and earlier to just push myself through the corner and then the power figures or setup when you have the car doesn't even matter like i've got like Kazama Auto, lower control arms, 25 millimeters, and old school Heyman 800 PS knuckles. Like, but I'm still throwing massive entries because I don't need some crazy where my wheels can go like that. It's like, it all depends on if you can just drive harder and drive better, your car will do it. You just have to tell it to do it. Right? Yeah. I mean, the faster you enter, the more momentum you're carrying. Yeah. The car, the car will continue to go the way that you want it to go, even if yeah. your wheels aren't turned that way. Like, it'll drag them if you're going fast. Exactly. Enough. Yeah. And I think I think that's I think that's one thing that a lot of people are afraid of is is switching from the handbrake technique to like clutch kick entry, entries, especially yeah. on like a straight line entry. Yeah, because it's it's scary. Uh, it is hundred percent. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I think I like even people that have been driving a long time. Like a lot of them will. I mean, I mean, I know it's like the. It almost seems like the rule in in FD where they are like required to e-brake entry i don't know if that's the case but i think like i think they say like we want you to e-brake entry here and blah 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 um and i pretty much always clutch kick entry like on everything because that's just what i'm comfortable with but i yeah it's 
it's really hard to explain to people what like how much it affects the momentum of the trip oh, right like yeah so much like it's um I, like i put up a video recently um of the uh my girlfriend captured some out car footage of my car and i did the handbrake entry and then i did the clutch kick entry and i didn't explain it i just said this is a handbrake entry, this is a clutch kick entry, just because i wanted to see what people wrote yeah. and, and you're entering you're right. at the same place yep same place um more or less the same amount of speed just to show the difference and i know for yourself and me watching it be like oh Clutching entry is way faster, da, 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 so on and so forth. Like it's, we can tell it, but if, yeah. I think for other people, it was quite difficult for them to actually understand the difference. And I was reading through the comments and looking at it, and they were really interesting because people thought that they understood it, but it was a little bit wrong. People were saying, "Oh, his, he, um, he's a lot slower on a clutch entry. Maybe I should do handbrake instead." But then, it's really, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because like, I oh, watched, cool. I watched that comparison, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah it's no, no brain. Like you're, yeah, way deeper, faster, and then like." way more angle yeah know? and yeah uh, people were just like oh the the classic ones are a lot, a lot slower like his his corner exits faster on the handbrake one i'm like yeah that's because i've more or less drove out of the corner like my yeah. car was like instead of being pointed, like you this, were pointed at you're pointed yeah, at the exactly. apex versus like yeah. looking at the apex for real like so it's yeah. it's difficult to explain to people but i guess the main thing is that it is a little bit scarier to do and it's just imagine trying to get the car to twist so you're getting it to twist and then it's slowing right down. But instead of getting it to twist, you're like slowing it down with a handbrake, then trying to get it to twist, then slow it down even more. Like you won't make the corner unless you're going like 20 Ks faster than a clutch kick entry, which is even scarier, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause if you pull, if you're pulling the e-brake and you're entering that late like, yeah, and you're going that fast, I mean, it'll slow you down, but it's sometimes you need, sometimes you need that like big angle to like make the corner yeah for real um i've i've stood on that i've stood on that corner and like watched people at monster the one monster i went to and i was like yeah. i want to drive this corner so bad because <laughs> i really enjoy i really enjoy like throwing cool entries like that's yeah. something i feel like i i like i work on that a lot actually like i went yeah. to an event and it was kind of like a it was a bit of like a hypey event, but I literally spent like, I didn't have none of my friends went to go drive. So it was just me and I didn't have a bunch of people to like tandem with or anything. Yeah. There were people there, but it wasn't like one of those things. And I just, I'm like, all right, I'm working on entries today. And I blew off the track. Like I think eight times one yeah. time enough where I had to get towed off, you know, like pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> shout out shout out taka <laughs> I was like fucking truck and like pulling me out and um you know like sometimes that's what it takes like for real but I, I mean i've been drifting 10 years and I, yeah. i'll still go to an event and like if if i know no one's behind me like i'm gonna try and throw something a little bit more difficult and i'll lose the car and like try not to crash but like you know that's that's kind of what it takes i think and it's exciting to see more people kind of like ex I, th I think the thing that excited me about the stuff that you've been posting is it it seems like it's getting people excited about just the technique of like entering a corner right i right, think that's right. like one of the big big things in drifting is it's one of the commonly one of the most overlooked parts of drifting if you don't know anything about drifting, 
right? Right, 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 right. Or if you, if you've, it's, I think it's one of the most commonly overlooked things, even if you do drift, right? Like people are looking at the drift after you've entered the corner, but I think the right. entry, and I think like that's, I think that's one of the big differences in J- Japanese driving versus I'm pretty much everywhere else is like in Japan, they're very focused on like entries. Entries are like very important. And I think yeah. in other places, it's, it's not quite looked at as in detail, I guess. Does, does that make sense? Does that, do you think yes. that? Okay. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I totally get what you're saying. Like, it's like, if I'm taking North course for an example, it's like, I think the, usual thing that we expect in japan between the drivers and whatnot is you can do that small s's and the back section of them of course like that's that's your basic that's your standard drifting like you should be able to link corners you should be able to do that but yeah, what but absolutely. what is cool what is like oh this guy can drive is how well can you take your car from a straight to an angle and hold it like to and it can either be a, a high angle entry, a reverse entry, or a good angle for someone to chase you. Like those are like yeah. three different types that I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like you should be able to do the the the, the back part stuff. Like that's that, that's your bread and butter. You know, like that's yeah. school course. Yeah. Like you should yeah. be able to do that. But can you throw the car in with massive angle? And that's what I, I've been talking to Andy about a lot. And I've just been like. There are all the different ways that I can enter North Course. You can either do the triple manji where you clutch kick before the start, um, before you come over the hill. Um, you can do a shallow manji, which is what I've been practicing recently to keep that speed up and f- flick it like um like a feint almost. But mm-hmm. I like to start from back there because it's really difficult to actually just drive the car up the hill and try to keep all the speed because there's a, there's a little corner when you get to the top of north mm-hmm. um so when you clutch kick and shallow shallow angle it um it's like um it's like a flick or, or a feint sorry um and he's like those are the things that you need to practice on because there are all these different tracks in japan some tracks for you to get the proper line you have to do a big flick other tracks you have to do a feint like and these are the most important things when if because you're setting up for the s's down here but this is what sets you up the main corner the big flick the entries what sets you up for that so that's why we always try to practice that the most um yeah, so that's the way that I see it, and that's the way I think that loads of us see it over here. Like, if you just stand in that 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 north course entry, you stand in that corner where you said you were. That's yeah. like, like that. That's where the men are separate from the boys, and, and <laughs> essentially, like, yeah. yeah. And if you don't know what north course is, it's the one where, like, if you see the in car, they go up the hill to the left slightly, and then it's a straight line. There's a building on the left, and then it's like a sharp left hander into some S's. That's like. For those of you who don't know what North Course yeah. is, I'm sure everyone does, but you know, just in case, yeah, yeah. And it's in like I've seen like a thousand videos there, and it's always it's always entries, like because it's like a sick spot for practicing them, doing them. You know, it's like yeah, it's a, that's that's why I was like watching them. Like, oh, I need a car. <laughs> Give me the keys right now. You know, it's so hard going to an event in a like and like seeing like this like legendary track, and you're yeah. like. I can't. I can't do anything. I can it's like, watch. I'm here. I can touch it. I can, yeah. I can kiss it, but I can't get in the car and drive it. <laughs> yeah, and it was like kind of. It was rough getting there. Like we didn't plan it very well, and so right, like I right. tried to get like a rental car, and like all I went into all the places, and like I don't speak any Japanese at all. So I'm like, I need a car, and they're like, <laughs> they like pull out the book, and they're like, yeah, you know, and then they're like, it just says like no cars today. Like in English. <laughs> Uh, oh man the only thing that my girlfriend thought was cool at ebisu was like 
when we got home, I was like, oh yeah, that Frank Ocean album cover that was like at Ebby Sue. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, they drive really fast in Japan. I was like, she's like, how come you guys don't do that? I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. You mentioned that. Like my, my girl, um, she's Kiwi. She, um, she's from New Zealand. I met her while I lived mm-hmm. there, and she's here mm-hmm. with me now. She is the biggest critique of my driving but in like a supportive sort of way like if i'm like oh i'm practicing big flicks today she, she'll stand there at, at the corner you were mentioning on north course and watch me and if i'm doing these slow manji entries she'll just look at me and be like why are you doing manji's for you know flick is faster just what are you doing with your life or like or if she's in the car with me and i'm drifting really bad she's like yeah i'm gonna get out until you sort yourself out and i'll come back in <laughs> so like a part of me wanted to get really good so i can take her in the car and not have her get car sick or anything like that as well so it's like it's funny like <laughs> that's good yeah yeah my, my girlfriend she likes to let me know when i'm i don't know sometimes she'll be like oh that was, that was, that was pretty good today i was like thank you appreciate <laughs> that. thank you so much yeah uh, oh man those days are rare though oh yeah it's okay i need it you know Everybody's everybody's got that one person to be like, yeah, you can do better. You know? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for real, man. That's what pushes you to, to try get better a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, like, are you are you driving with mainly people like who are there teaching? I know that's I know that's like a pretty common thing. Like at some of the go go dudes, like I think I met like Jordo was like teaching oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff, and yeah, I, I feel like that's like the common thing, right? Like, what's yeah. that like? Is um, it, yeah it's 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 common because it's like the easiest way into the country essentially yeah. um you don't really need like you just need a university degree um and that's for the visa side not for the job side mm. and then you don't need anything to do with teaching like my degrees in accounting and finance like i have no business being a teacher <laughs> like i just when i was in um university i used to do kids birthday parties so they liked that when i applied um and then you have to do like an online lesson where they pretend to be a child it's it's really weird they pretend to be a child and you have to teach them as part of the interview and then you get the job here um yeah i know i can see your face and you're just like what i was like no trust me it's super weird this can you 40... see them oh yeah it's yeah. like a video call yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it's weird. like this 40 year old uh, they're not Japanese. Like, well, so some of them are, but, and mm. some of them aren't. Um, but this forty-year-old person pretending to be a Japanese child is very much ingrained into my memory right now. <laughs> and you're there trying your hardest because you know why you want to be here. You don't actually really want to teach. You just want to dress. Yeah. Like, so you're like, I can be whatever you want me to be. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, it's like, yeah, ABCs are the best. Ta-da! Like, and today we're learning about colors. Like, please repeat after me. Red. <laughs> like no word about that that's how you have to be like no joke they call it being genki like being like happy or good being genki like so you just gotta be like ah. um yeah. but teaching if the kids want to learn it's great it's a really fun time the kids really asked the wildest questions like honestly the wildest questions i've been asked before why are you brown and i'm like oh this is a teachable moment for you isn't it <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and i'm just like I'm and this kid was like four years old, so I'm like, whatever I say, you're not gonna understand it. But let me get another Japanese teacher to tell you in Japanese. Like, it's like there are more colors out there than just white, little man. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, trust me, these is some of some of these are the wildest times. Like, and then um, when the kids don't want to teach, then it's like a bit annoying, and you know, you, 
as with any job, there are your high days and your low days. But for the most part, it's pretty cool, especially um, if you teach older students. Like I teach kids from six months old. Um, just just so everyone's aware, I I'm not in a room by myself with a six month year old baby. The mum is there too, and I teach the mum. Uh, mum tells the kid. Like, um, that's, that's how it works for that one. <laughs> how weird is that? I mean, I guess it's I guess it's better. That's probably it's, better. Yeah, it's it's not it's 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 actually all right to be fair because the mums want it's the mums want to learn English too, and it's also something for them to do because the life yeah. of a Japanese mum, I guess, um, during certain times of the day, they just kind of like do the regular housewife stuff so them getting sometimes a few of them take it together so it's a time for them and their friends to meet up and learn english together with their babies and go have lunch together and stuff so it's quite nice and oh, cool. with that you just relay everything through the parents so it's like parents please tell your babies hello and it's like parents please tell your babies red like and stuff like that so it's not too bad um but the older students and the junior high school kids like um was it like from 16 above or whatever they're cool um Sometimes they have the most boring lives you've ever seen in your entire life, bruv. Like, I feel so sorry for them. Like, honestly, what did you do this weekend? Uh, I studied. Oh, okay. How long did you study for? 10 hours on Saturday. It's like, oh, okay. What did you do on Sunday? I studied. Let me guess, 10 hours? Yeah. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, r- like right now, it's um summer vacation for them. And I'm like, oh, awesome, dope. Summer vacation. Summer's really hot in Japan. People go to the beach. I know right now, during the current crisis that's going on, stuff's like state of emergency. Everything closes at 8 p.m. But yeah. um, still, some people can go out and whatnot. And, oh, what did you do for summer vacation? Oh, I went to cram school. So cram school is basically school it's like a cramming school. It's just an extra school that you go to to learn the same subjects you do at regular school. Just to just, just beat those yeah, topics down. Oh. Yeah, basically. It's like, oh. uh, whoa, what do you learn at uh, cramming school? Uh, English, math, science. It's like, oh, your same subjects at school. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, okay, um, when did you go to cram school? I'm thinking, oh, you know, maybe three days of the week they go to cram school, four days they'll be at home chilling. Every day. And I'm like, Oh, Every for day. how long? Nine hours a day. I'm like, wait, Monday oh. to Friday? It's like, no, Monday to Sunday. And I'm like, wait, so for the next six weeks when you're on summer vacation, you're basically going to school. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, bruv. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. So sometimes their lives can be super, super boring. Um, but then sometimes you have like really, really good students who speak English really, really well. And it's like, you can have like a full on conversation just like we are. And it's mm. awesome. It's awesome, man. Like they ask the wildest questions just because they want to know more about the world. And the ones that have studied overseas, like their English grows so much faster and they have like actual, not westernized minds, but some... You can you can see the seed growing in there, like, and they start to ask yeah. these sort of questions, because, um, like, yeah, and then you get your older, like, sometimes I, I teach some parents, um, like, exclusively parents without their children, um, and they're cool as well. So I've got a class for like three mums that um, I teach all their students, uh, all their children, and then the mums have a lesson together with me, and that's cool. They ask me about like my life and what's going on, how things are in the UK and New Zealand, and what I do, and. Yeah, it's yeah no, it it can be good, can be bad. It's it's just pretty fun and wild. Like you can write this stuff into a story, and people won't even believe you, but it actually happens. Like, <laughs> I believe it. I can't imagine. I can't imagine teaching any language in any country, like or like going to teach English anywhere, you know, or yeah. vice versa. Like I uh, I had like a, for for ten years, my mom like to help pay the bills would have uh, exchange students come live with us. 
So oh, like cool. for the longest time, we would have people from Saudi Arabia or like all over the world would come live with us. And yeah. it was like, they'd like be paying extra to like live with an American family to like yeah, yeah, yeah. really be like immersed and like learn the language and stuff. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, you want to take a shower, like you better use your English. Like you better remember what towel means, you know, like, for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Don't walk around naked in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I just, I, I, I should have used that to my advantage because like I could have learned so many like at least like a little bit of so many languages but right 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 so giant waste of time but it was cool I, yeah one time one time one of the guys I it was right when I got my S13 and he was like walking up and he was like Chuki like he's like I mean I'm fucking up the thing but I'm like he and he like and he looked at it and he's like and then he went around to the back and he was like yeah. super confused because it's in the US we have you know one views. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like he's like one via? And I'm like, oh th- like this is how they are in the US. I'm like, this yeah. is the front and this is the back. And he was like, this is so con- dude. Uh, and he like he like knew a little bit about drifting, so like that was sick. Um that's cool, man. But that was that was like the only thing. And I was like, and then so like, you know, I was talking to him, he's like, Oh, I only know like a little bit. I'm sorry. Like, I was like expecting him to be like, I was like, hey, can you like connect me with people out there man like i want to go and he's just like uh you know i'm sorry like i only know the little bit like yeah video like you know oh man that's so funny <laughs> so that was my, that was my you were you had an in like you were like yeah. oh this is it this is my I was life like, i was like i'm getting i'm getting an sr <laughs> for real gonna give me some like wheels i'm getting shipped over here like, i'm here to get paid <laughs> yeah i <laughs> I find it really intriguing the people that like move to Japan, like uh, Braden. Like I had him on the podcast. He, you yeah. know, he's he's been in Japan. I think like seven years now. Yeah, and like, I mean, even so, for example, like Julian, like all he wants to do is compete and like drive in Japan, yeah. and like he has a car there. And I'm like, I've asked him, why not just move there you know what i mean like and run businesses there in the u.s and kind of do like maybe what casey does a little bit yeah and he's just i i just i think that it like takes some like serious commitment you know like to to make that decision like yeah yeah i mean i guess somebody who would just be drop everything and like move to new zealand like it's not that much different right to then move to japan like what like what went through your mind where you're like like what was what was like the hardest thing to to get past in that decision, or were, or were you just like all in? Uh, I think because I had already made my mind up before I moved to New Zealand that I wanted to move to Japan, I was already all in, and then I made sure not to have any responsibilities. Like I don't have any car, I don't, like I don't have a car in the UK, I don't have any property or anything like that. That's in my name. Like, um, so it was easy for me to just make the move um but it is difficult like and i had been to japan so many times before i kind of had a very small inkling as to what to expect when i got here um but it is difficult and um there are a lot of things that are very difficult in japan um that i would tell people if they want to move over here like for example i don't have a phone number because to get a phone number you need a credit card but to get a credit card you need a phone number 
So someone tell me how that works out. Like, <laughs> and like, I when I go shopping, for example, I have to go to four different supermarkets to get everything I need for the week. I go to one supermarket to pick up frozen items. Um, I go to another supermarket to pick up like healthy items like cauliflower rice and whatnot because I try to be on top of my health out here. Um, I go to another restaurant to pick up like salads and specific like types of like snacks, I guess. And I go to the last one, which is Costco to pick up Costco things. Um, so yeah, there's that also to think about. Um, but in terms of the biggest hurdle to move here, it was just my family. Like I, like um, cause, because I'm Ethiopian, we have a very, our culture is very family based. Um, and it was just a bit sad and a bit hard for me to make the move and leave and essentially to I look at because I'm the oldest um and I look at it as I'm leaving my family behind which it's not true but that's how I used to look at it for the longest time and it's really difficult because I want to be able to provide for my parents you know I want to be able to take them out like you know you want to be able to take your parents out to like dinner or something you know or like mm-hmm. you know go pick them up if they go shopping or something in your cool car or something like that you know like really give your mom and dad the time to just sit there and appreciate the the human being that they've created and that they're proud of so that was a bit difficult for me but i'm hoping that i can make something out here of the driving and the drifting and be able to pay that back to them in the future and stuff like that yeah yeah so what's i guess what's the goal like do you do you have like a dream that you're like working towards yeah i I know you can only do this cool thing so long you know yeah um the school thing is definitely not a career in my opinion like it's if I wasn't into drifting and I just came here for the school thing, I think I could save a decent amount to go back and do something with. But because I do drifting, I I don't live paycheck to paycheck, but it's close-ish. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I I I ideally like to start my own business or company, um, like Milky Diamonds, moving forward by, um, like something to do with drifting. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but like. M- like it's not a, it's not exactly like merchandise or anything like that, but just a Milky Diamonds like media sort of business because I'm planning to move back to New Zealand next year with my girlfriend if all my visa stuff works out fine, um, mm. and then just use everything I've learned through social media and everything I've learned through driving myself to try and potentially use Milky Diamonds to either help people to do drifting or to like make it into a sort of brand. Like I'd love to make merchant because i'm from london and because i'm african like i'd I'd love to make some really nice fitting milky diamonds merchandise in terms of um like i think merch is cool but i'm not the biggest fan of car like car guy merch if that makes sense you know when someone has like um something that you're wearing and it just screams i'm a car person which which is fine like there's nothing wrong with that but i like to make it a bit more sophisticated because i'm from london i want it to be like real nice um down-to-earth sophisticated you can wear on a date you know something like that that'd be pretty cool like so there are those different avenues that i want to look into but definitely make some sort of business where i can work for myself and have me and my family be financially free is the goal that i'm working towards yeah i can respect that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's tough it's tough when you have this thing that's like how do i explain it like I try I try and explain to my friends who are yeah. like financially uh responsible, I guess. Not not yeah. not that I'm not, but like they're like, oh, I save I save as much as I can and like, oh I you know, I I you know, I might buy I might buy a new car someday, you know? 
like yeah. you know like and they have like a beater and it's like you know uh, yeah that restaurant's really expensive you know and the stuff like that were like i can't, I can't my, my friend was like oh i'm gonna get some glasses he's like three hundred dollars for glasses like i can't believe it you know and i'm just like i'm i like ordered a i ordered a clutch like that week and i'm in my yeah. head i'm just like like it you know in in comparison this like huge purchase to them is like something that i have to do like i'm like yeah i'm i'm like compulsive like i'm like i need i need to go drive like i, I need tires i need like you know yeah. like i can't not do this yeah and i think it it puts you in kind of this situation where you're like i because i'm not living this normal way like i can't do life the normal way you know yeah, yeah for sure like i'm having to buy a new diff um i'll get paid in two days um so i'm gonna have to put fifteen hundred dollars towards a diff um which you know i basically it's going to be put into my car and then i'm just like yeah my car works but like i can't really comprehend where that money just went if that makes sense like yeah um, yeah i get um, it yeah <laughs> same way i have to buy my engine i was like yeah, yeah just it's funny to drive okay here you go like so you're right yeah. i don't i don't want to go back to living a regular sort of life love to make something financially free because that's that i guess we've come accustomed to that way of living like we want to live not survive so we just want to get out there and just do it you know like this yeah. this stuff is limited we're not going to be drifting in well we might not be i should say drifting in like 30 years time you know what i mean like so yeah. we're trying to get as much as we can as much in as we can right now before it potentially like eventually does go downhill you know yeah i think bec- between covid and like this like scary uh like medical thing that i went through i was like life's like not that long man like i need to like yeah. do this as much as i can like this is like and and covid was like okay, those two things weren't related by the way right, right. Like two separate experiences but like <laughs> it was like i had the one and i was like i should be doing this more and then like covid happened and i was like i mean like the whole world could just end tomorrow like you know like yeah. what if this thing is like as crazy as it is and like we don't get it figured out and everyone just starts dropping like i'm i want my last like week to have a drift event in it you know what i mean yeah 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 for sure man like if we're like you know everyone's like it's like a zombie movie and shit like <laughs> i want to at least be like oh man I, I shouldn't have had my car on jack stands for eight months you know what i yeah. mean yeah 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 i totally get you i completely like i was at the toge recently mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna say when i'm not gonna say who i was with but i was at the toge um and i was just with a friend and we were just after we went out for a couple of runs we were just sitting there and we were just like yeah, I don't really want a regular life. We're just looking around like at everything and it just feels like you're in a completely different world. We're just in the mountains and it's just all crazy and you can hear cars going and stuff. And we're just like, yeah, it feels like you've been transported to another world and you're just like, yeah, I don't really want a regular thing. I'm, I'm pretty contempt of how we're doing this right now. Like, I'm like yeah. yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Like, once you. Once you get a taste of like, I don't know, man, it's almost like the Matrix. Like, <laughs> like you're like, you're like yes, I'm awake. Yes. Like, I don't, especially like, I don't know. I have, I feel like, I feel like here and like people my age mostly kind of just do whatever they want, like to a point, right? Like there, there are people surviving and like, obviously there's some challenges and, and people who may not be as like fortunate to have like the access to things to be able to do the stuff that we're able to do. But, you know, I, I see it as like a motivating thing. Like, 
on one end it's like kind of challenging because you like do all this stuff like I, I was i was on my way to a drift event yeah and i stopped in like a uh not not the nicest area right by my car gotcha. on the trailer and this dude comes up to me and he's like hey man remember like all of us around here don't get to do shit like that like you know <laughs> he's like yeah. respect that shit's sick bro but like you know remember that and I, like dude that's stuck with me yeah and so now, yeah. now i'm kind of like we are we are fortunate that we get to do this even on like a small level like think yeah. about we you know we like have a car like at our disposal that we could go break and we could still do our job or you know do whatever like that that's not a possibility for a lot of people and so like yeah. once once you like get to that point you kind of like don't want to have that ever end <laughs> You know? yeah yeah for sure man 100 percent. you've t- you've tasted the fruit like you don't want to go back to just like not like eating it i guess yeah like, like you've had like the whole chocolate bar you don't want to go back to a hershey's kiss you know it's like how it's like how do you keep it going though and then like you you know you get scheming and you're like mm, yeah, like maybe i'll sell this or like we do you know but i've been like or you're like hey that promotion like i'm i want that shit you know like yeah, in, yeah. At a job that before you just be like ah fuck it, i don't care you know but like now you're just i don't know it's a it's a motivating factor i think and i wish like more people could like get there i I feel like i feel like some of the stuff that we're doing is especially you like you putting out like you're 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 very good at like reaching non-drifting people i think right so So, like i think that's really important because you can like show people like hey like we're not all just like professional guys you're you're good Mm -hmm. at you're good at like being like hey i am grassroots like uh like here are some techniques and like hey look i'm just a dude like and i'm learning to drift and this is how i do it and i think that's super important because it's like i think a lot of people look at what we're doing and just be like how fuck do you even like like no concept right like yeah yeah i was the same actually um uh because funny enough before i bought my car at Ibisu, I was I was talking to an importer in Japan trying to get an AE86 imported to the UK because I wanted to start drifting. Mm-hmm. And I had seen all these Ibisu videos online. And I swear to you, I only thought professional drivers went there. Every single video mm-hmm. I watched, everyone was so good. Everyone was doing their thing and they were awesome. I'm like, wow, this is so sick. This is awesome. I'd love to go and watch was what I always thought. I'm like, these guys are professionals. They're doing this stuff. Like, this looks like so much fun. Everyone's happy and smiling. It's all good vibes. And then one person said, thanks to Power Vehicles on one of their videos. And I was like, oh, what's this? So then I clicked on the link. I went to it. They have like Drift Heaven Week. And I read the whole thing top to bottom. And I was like, oh, I <laughs> I just, yeah. for real, yeah. I was like, oh, so this this is a thing. Okay. So I emailed the importer. I was like, yep, can I get my um, deposit back, please? I'm going to do something else instead. I emailed Emily. Um, at power vehicles and i just i literally i was so honest to find out fun i was just i told her everything i was like look i want to do drifting because it looks cool um and i want to get into it i can't drive a car properly or at all i should say um i don't have a license i'm currently trying to import a86 to the uk to try to learn to drift um i like this this whole drift heaven thing looks amazing to me like i'm like how does it work what's going on etc so like did your basic like potentially if somebody was to see it, they think, "Oh, this guy's a dreamer," and not reply. It's, it's the way it was the kind of the vibe yeah, I was given off. Like, yeah. um, but she responded to me, and she was like, "To me, yeah, that like we have these cars for sale. Anyone can come and get the license to drive here. You can take lessons as well um, with Team Orange. We can get you a translator too." Um, and uh, I promise, like, not I promise you, but because the track's open from I think back then it was eight o'clock to five o'clock. Um, 
or uh, or eight thirty to f- or four thirty or whatever. She said, "I you'll if you come here for a week, you'll do more driving here in a week than you will do in a year back home." And the yeah. moment I read that, I was like, "Okay, sweet." And then yeah, like, and because I like I didn't know much about drift cars back then. All I knew about was Sylvia's because that's what we had in the UK. Yeah, but I didn't know nothing about coilovers, turbos. I knew absolutely really? nothing. I knew nothing, like genuinely nothing, like. Um, how and, how old were you at this point? Uh, twenty. I was twenty. Okay. Okay. Um, and no one in my family's into cars or driving or drifting. It's just myself, and I just like none of my friends are into it. It's just me. Yeah. Um. So what I did was, which I don't tell people a lot because I, it's not embarrassing. It's just really funny. Um. I went to their stockroom page, um, on the website, and I went to the most expensive cars, which are like back then it was like one million plus was like the expensive big boy cars and it sounds so funny saying that now um and i looked at all the sylvias and i looked at all the turbos that they had and i see that the turbo that most of the high price sylvias had were t518z turbos i'm like oh okay so this seems like a good turbo maybe i should find a car with this turbo in my price range not knowing anything about what the numbers or anything meant i just i saw this number repeating multiple times like oh, okay dude, if a lot of cars have this it must be good that's that was my train yeah. of thought <laughs> So I went to my price range, which was around 500,000 yen, and there was one S14 with a T51AZ turbo. And I was like, okay, I'll go for this one. Like, like that was it. I, went, I was like, I'm going to go for this one. And then they put up the video two days later on their Facebook page, just coincidentally saying this car is not ready for sale. I quickly jumped on my laptop and I was like, Emily, please give me more information about this car. Like, And they sent me like 100 pictures and the whole spec list. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy it. I, but like, that, that was it. Like, I chose the car based on the turbo <laughs> without knowing anything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so it, it 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 for someone not on the outside looking in it can definitely feel like this is only for professionals only for people with a lot of money and you can feel a bit embarrassed as well trying to ask for this type of information like because it it does feel a bit embarrassing like you're like oh like what makes a good drift car or like oh is this is this turbo good like especially if someone's really high level you might think they might look down on you you know like you yeah. know how they say like never meet your heroes because they might not be what you the pedestal you put them up to so that's why I'd, I just try to like, give out the information I'd say that's true and total bullshit <laughs> like, yeah I've, yeah I met some people that were heroes and I'm like this is awesome and then I have met some people and I'm just like yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 but um not never. For real. Like like the Beeb says, dude, never say never. <laughs> <laughs> never say never, JB. <laughs> I, actually, is that a song or the movie? I don't know. I don't know anything about Justin Bieber. Both. I'm just trying to be funny. Both. Okay. Right, well, <laughs> I don't I know either. I'm, I'm just I'm just helping. <laughs> I guess I'm a, I guess I'm a fan. Uh, so like so you're saying none of your family's in the cars. Yeah. Like none of you you didn't know coilovers or anything. Like, how did you find drifting? Cause like okay, this is this is crazy. Cause you went like, you fucking you didn't you didn't just dive into the deep end of a pool. You dove into the fucking like you dove into like the Danger fucking zone. the Pacific Ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Um, um. So I was always into cars. Well, no, to, to, to like first it was trains. I was always into trains. Thomas the Tank Engine was my guy when I was younger. Thomas Tank Engine is my guy. Like him, Percy, or they're all my boys. They are my boys. Like I had Thomas Tank Engine wallpaper, Thomas the Tank Engine bed sheets, duvet covers. Like my my bed light was Thomas the Tank Engine. He was my guy. I love trains. Um, I think I think like Ringo Starr or like one of the Beatles was one of the voices on that show. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. No way. One of it was hilarious. one of it was one of the Beatles or something. I I could be wrong, but 
That's so uh, jokes. <laughs> I I hella watched. Yeah, I definitely watched Thomas. <laughs> yeah, he was the fat controller was hilarious. I never knew why they called him fat controller until I'm older, and now I'm like, that's a bit rude, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, leave him alone. Like, what's like? He's your boss. Like, you can talk to him like that. Like, anyway, I was um, like, I was all all into monster trucks. I was all. Oh in, yeah. Like, if they if my parents wanted me to shut up, they would just put in the like, uh, Grave Digger like VHS oh, yeah, tape yeah, yeah. and like yeah. play that from the beginning, and I would just be. You know, yeah, yeah, that was it. That's so cool, man. I said, look at those wheels. They are massive. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. I just like loved monster trucks. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, started to get into cars. I just thought cars are really cool. And so this was like, this is going to sound like I'm so old, but this was obviously pre-internet, like pre-dial-up days. And I remember in the local area, someone owned a Supra. At that time, I didn't know what a Supra was. The only thing that I thought was cool about the Supra was the badge, the rear badge, the way they write Supra at the back. I just thought it just looked really cool, but I knew nothing about the car. Absolutely nothing about it. I was like, yo, this car's cool because the badge looks cool. It's something I should be looking at. And then Fast and Furious came out. And I was like, yo, this is awesome. This is so sick. Like, And then two Fast and Furious came out, um, which I, in my opinion at the time was better than the first one. I was like, oh, yo, this is awesome. He's out here like driving through traffic and stuff. It looks kind of cool. Like it's during the daytime. Like he's doing the stare and drive with the girl, which is awesome. You know what I'm saying? My like, girlfriend loves that one too. She's, yeah. like, that's <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, I can watch this one any day. I'm like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and then the best one came out in my opinion, Tokyo Drift. And then my eyes just went, okay what is this i need to know about this 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 just looks like the best thing ever what is this thing called drifting and that's by that time you know there was internet and stuff so i was like yeah. looking through it and everything i didn't really watch too much the option videos like most people have back in the day it's, i was just yeah. yeah you were like after you were like after that like once yeah. tokyo drift came out drifting was like you could you could find it online yeah exactly like, yeah, so yeah. like it's it's like it's like elitist and annoying but like those of us like before tokyo drift it was like it was it was limited right yeah like, the, the like where club, you could right? find it was limited yeah it was it, not not even just like the people but it was like information about it and like kind of what anyway whatever you know my teammate jason bostrom he yeah, yeah. baby J. he yeah he went and saw tokyo drift with his grandma oh yeah and that's how he found drifting and he went, and, he went and bought a 240 like like a month later like in a very cool. short time because he was yeah. like that was his first car when he was 16 the one that he drifts that was his first car he bought that used to drive to high school yo that's so sick man yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a great driver too like yeah i know yeah <laughs> i'm i'm uh i'm very gifted to be the worst one on a team full of ballers you know I hear you. I hear you. Bro, I was the same in my basketball team. I'm like, yeah, everyone's sick. I'm the worst, but I'm still on the team, so it's kind of cool, right? <laughs> I'm like, I can be funny, so that can make up for my lack of skill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, I've been doing and... that my whole life, man. <laughs> hey, but look, here we are. Like, we're on a podcast together, like, so that's pretty cool. So, right. Um, and yeah, that's when I started that like, research and that like, crazy. I was like, yo, drifting Japan, da da da. And then that's when I found out about BC Circuit, and I used to watch video like. I I swear to you, I had it was one of the Australian guys called Taylor Wright. Um, Broken Image was his YouTube handle. Yeah, I know his video him. from yeah yeah is yeah, I love his stuff from I think it was the 2013 Ebisu Spring Matsuri video. I would I swear to you, I had that on repeat the whole day. I like I would sit in front of this laptop, my laptop, for like two hours just watching that video. Repeat, repeat the whole 
like for two whole hours just watching it like this is amazing this is incredible these guys skill of the car is amazing look how much fun they're having this just looks like so much banter and fun times and that's where it all started i guess yeah how like how insane are we that we're so <laughs> obsessed with this like one weird car thing like it's so fucking weird uh, <laughs> how I mean, insane like, is everybody I else know, not I, being in it yeah i'm just saying like i can relate to that like i remember like there's man like you back in the day it was like before before youtube it was really hard to find clips and I actually like kind of fell off like i was really into drifting when i was like 13 14 yeah and then like i kind of like i got distracted with some life stuff and made some weird you know i was it's life, not important life yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. life yeah. But when by the time I like came back into it, it was like it was everywhere, right? And then once yeah. I once I started, once I experienced it, that was it. Like this switch flip, I was like, "This is life. I have to do this now." This is like, what was that for you as far as like driving? It seems like it was like that for you before you even drove. But like, what was the point when you're like, I feel like there's people who get in. Okay, I feel like there are people who get into drifting and they're very into it and obsessed. And they do it and then they don't feel like they're they're not lifers, you know what I mean? Like right, they're right, not right. like at what point was that for you, I guess? Um good question. Um I honestly think the only thing that I can remember is that there was one clip that I saw and I um from the twenty thirteen video and it was the thumbnail of it. And it's um, Ken Long from Australia um, drifting a yellow A31 Sephiro. And he gets a wall tap on um, the Toge wall of all walls at Ibiza, the Toge wall. And he has got the fattest smile on his face. And mm. the camera just captures it beautifully. And like everyone behind the wall was like, yeah. And I was like, that's it. Yeah, that that that's it. That that's the good vibes that I want. And that's the good vibes that like I, I think I finally figured out I can achieve those good vibes by myself. Like so in, in London, like people can flake all the time. It's a usual thing. People just flake when doing things. So like back in uni, right before I got my car, I wasn't uh I got into airsoft. Um, mm. and I was like, yo, airsoft is cool. Let's go like shoot some things and do that. And all of my friends were like, yeah, 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 it's cool. It's sweet. I was like, cool. Awesome. I went and bought a gun. I was like, sweet. I bought all the gear. We're booked in. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm all right. And I'm like, what do you mean, bruv? Like, like you said you were onto it. Like, let's, let's go do it. And everyone's like, yeah, now nah, I'm all right. And then I got one of my friends in, but he only came for like two sessions for the two years that, that no, for the four years I was at uni. So I was like, oh, I'm getting these good vibes from going there by myself. It's great. But like airsoft on your own is kind of more fun with friends mm-hmm. and i was like i'm looking for this sort of good vibes because i'm like i'm a very happy energetic kind of guy like i just love to like spread those good vibes and it's like i want to do something that can give it to other people and airsoft wasn't really it because one you can need friends with you to do stuff and two you're playing with guns it's not like people aren't going to see it the same way you see it you know what i mean yeah like, <laughs> like yeah for, like i took my girlfriend to come and watch airsoft one time with me playing and when we were in New Zealand and I was like to her, oh, how do you feel? She's like, it was terrifying. So like, it was fun watching you play. Like, and I loved it, but everyone else is like, I'm seeing these young boys, 16 year old who are not mature, like loading up these 
guns, like these BB guns, which look like real guns in this big lobby wearing all black, you know, using the words that we politically aren't correct, that we shouldn't be using these days. Like, he's like, it's terrifying. Like, unless these guys are like, have a good head on their shoulders, who knows what could happen? So then I was like, yeah, okay. I understand what you're saying. Like, and that's when it finally clicked that, like, something may be really fun to me, but it might not be fun for everyone else. But then when I just saw that video, I was just like, yeah, this is it. This is the moment. I want that. Like, and from then on, I just been trying to search. It's, it's not searching for the good vibes. It's searching for something that you can pass on to people that can really show how excited and how happy you are and pass that sort of like sensation and emotion to someone else that they can experience through a screen, which is like what the first video of mine that went viral was my backwards entry. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Cause I've been trying for the longest time to get it. And people I think, are like, I felt you. Like. <laughs> I think that's why cause I was, I was wondering, I was like, people post in car all the time. Why, why this? Like, why, why are they like, why are they drawn to this? Cause like, you know, someone who does drifting yeah, as much as we do, we know there's like a lot of clips out there and there's a lot of like people doing cool shit. And I yeah. was like, why this? And I was thinking about it and I was like, it's relatable. I was like, this is relatable. Like, you know, people like it, it shows three things. It shows one, he didn't just go in and do this like his first try, like, you know, by, yeah, by yeah. you getting excited, it shows like, like I've been working on this a long time. Like I've been working, I've been trying to do this Two, like people love to see people get excited about stuff. And yeah. three, it's like, I think the way that you like phrase a lot of your stuff is very relatable to people who maybe don't uh, either drift a decent amount or uh, like don't drift a ton. It's like very, um, it's very relatable. Like I, I had another, I had another conversation with one of my friends who I'll just say about Blake. So Blake is, he's like a younger dude. I think he's like 20 maybe. Right. Right. And he has a bone stock 350 Z. Cool. And he drifts as much as he can. And he's very into like Japanese style, fast entries, like yeah. nappy transitions, stuff like that. And we were talking about this clip that someone posted of them just kind of like, you know, rolling on power and like drifting an on-ramp. Yeah. Right? Very yeah. slight, nothing like crazy, nothing, you know, to you and me, it would just be like, I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. Just, okay. you just powered over. Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah. And we're and he's like, why does this have a million views? Like, what is it that that draws people in? He's and I'm like, I had to think about it. I was really, I was really perplexed, and I was like, yeah, why, why is like a gnarly clip of like me or one of my friends, not me, uh, like one of my friends, or like <laughs> something like, why is a gnarly clip like not blown up, or even even Blake, right? Like Blake does some right. cool shit, right? And I think, I think when you see stuff on the street, it makes things relatable. Right. And that's, that's kind of what you're doing, right? Like if you see something on the street, somebody, and the, and what made me realize it was I took my brother, my, my little brother drifting. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. It like, I did it when he was way younger and then recently. Yeah. And he was like, man, that was crazy. Blah, blah. blah. And I like taught him how to do donuts on my car and stuff. Like he doesn't even that's know so how to cool, drive man. stick. Yeah. But I reversed down the street, like, like a long twisty road and then like backed into a parking spot. And he was yeah. like, what the fuck was that? How did you do that? And I'm like, 
dude, I took you drifting. Like, this is nothing. Like, drifting yeah, yeah, is way yeah. harder than that. And I think it's just, like, when you're on a track in a car that looks like it's meant to drift and, like, it just, it's not, like, it's not relatable. Yeah. I think, like, I think the things that, like, work, and, and that's the thing, like, why I'm happy that your stuff is kind of, like, approaching the masses is it's good driving that's relatable. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, good driving that's relatable. Like you're you're showing the technique and you're making it relatable to those people who like maybe don't understand the differences. Right, and right. That's important. And so like, it's it's challenging when you're like a jaded dude who's like been who's seen drifting forever, right? Like it's hard to go back to that mindset of like, oh well, that's that's a professional. Same thing you were saying like at, at Ebisu, like only yeah. people who drift are professionals there. And like, because look at all these people that like, none of these people are practicing. Like look at this driving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just, and, and so that I made that, I made that video with like the explanations on it, like copying yeah. you essentially. And I was like, yeah. dude, that's a great idea. Like tell people what you're doing and it makes it more relatable. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Even if, even if you're just, I don't know, it's a genius, but. Oh, thanks for yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because the video of mine that blew up with with the writing on it is such a bad run. It's so yeah. bad. It was a throwaway run at best. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. everyone's gonna think I can't drive. Like, the, I had bow tires. The track was patchy. I was like, eh, I'm just gonna just handbrake. Just, just I, like I want to do one more before I go in. Like, yeah. And that's the one that blew up. And I'm like, oh come on, I've got like <laughs> massive angle ones that don't even like. Come on, I think that video now has got like maybe 30 million views, which is insane to think about. Like that's just yeah. crazy. It propelled my page from. 28k to 96k now like that's just like exponential growth that's just i'm so humbled by it like i just like i'm just so thankful to everyone like it's crazy man yeah i mean but like i think i i don't know there's a in this in this drifting thing like we all have that same mindset like you were talking about like you want to turn this into something that's sustainable right like we all yeah. do like and it's and it sucks because i wish it wasn't like that like i wish just I wish everybody could do the sport and it didn't cost any money. And like, you know, cars were, you just, Oh, I need, I need another one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like, what, 15 years ago or something. It's easy. Just like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to get one of those. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think what you're doing is good because it's like, it's giving back and it's also going to like, set you up for that right like i think that's what we're all kind of trying to figure out it's like how how do you how do you like turn this into something sustainable without being cringy or yeah you know like putting yourself in like a weird position i don't, I don't know i don't know how to explain it but i i think that, i think you're onto something you're yeah. i think you're onto something and it's it's like it's refreshing because it's like it's like a new spin instead of just like some like look at me like talking at people or you know bashing stuff to like right, right. Get, get some i don't know i don't know what i'm saying but no no i, I get what you're saying like the, the there are a lot of different ways people can do things and i guess you find a profession that someone's just trying to do on the straight and narrow like yeah exactly yeah. it's because it's 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 fucking hard it's hard yeah to man that. for real like <laughs> like i can only manage to do one youtube video a week and like one Instagram post a day along with my full-time job and trying to do like the merch and stuff as well. Like, and also spend time with my girlfriend and enjoy Japan while I'm here. 
I, yeah. I'm lucky that she's away at the beach this weekend. So I had, to, <laughs> I had time to like come and do this interview. Like, so yeah, man, it is difficult and I hope it pays off in the future. And I hope I can continue to just keep doing things that for people to make it relatable and just so people can get into it and interested in just yeah drifting's awesome and i'd love to share those good vibes with everyone did you ever think that maybe your video will be that video that you saw for somebody else i uh, no, definitely not like not like that i i thought honestly i thought that maybe once i started doing really 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 good tandems that's yeah. when maybe my videos would be like, oh, yeah, sweet. Now my videos would do well. Like I thought. You know what's crazy though is tandems aren't relatable. Mm. Tandems aren't relatable because that is like impossible to comprehend for like the vast majority of people who don't know anything about drifting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they see it and it looks cool, but they're like, how? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it's exactly. just like, it's like this. I don't know. Like, oh, those are professionals. You know, it's just that same mindset. It's like, oh, I can never do that. Those are, those are paid pros. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I think the, the only way that it can be relatable is I think I've, um, I've had some comments, people saying it's really awesome that like, I, I don't shy away from posting my bad runs. I don't shy away from posting my spins, my crashes when I break things. Like I don't shy away from that. Like, because that's yeah. what happens. I think that, that's super important, man. Like, yeah. Not, not to take, shit too seriously like we all fuck up we all crash yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. trust me like i've like just i've written off a jzx like there you go like i'm not afraid to say it like it happened it was a very very sad time for me like but it's happened and i i crashed my s14 like four or five times it's like a photo of me crashed on toge like this and i'm sitting on the hood of the car like it happens you know um and i think the only way that you can make the really good things still be relatable is if you make people relate those good things to you so people have mm. said like oh it's awesome to see your progress that you're making um so I, I'm, I'm hoping once i do get to that stage where i can throw down really good tandems or i'm on someone's door people will be relating to me and the work and effort that i've put in to get here and being like oh see he went like go back to his page six months or eight months and look where he started to where he's at now if he yeah. can do it i can do it like yeah so yeah i think that's i think that's good i think that's good yeah like i I've been trying to do that too. I actually, what's funny is I, I recorded this video. I had like a bunch of GoPro clips and I recorded me like doing like a voice, like voiceover essentially like explaining some like tandem stuff. And I didn't oh, cool. put it out. I didn't put it out. Cause I was like, man, no one's going to watch this. This is corny. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I should have just put like, like seeing how happy people are f- to see like breakdowns of real driving like you know mm. you can watch like a seto or whatever and like you can see like what the pedals and shit do but like i think people's breakdowns of like real driving like i messed up here like i want to put up i don't know like i i i think we gotta we gotta bring everybody up man like that's yeah man cool like the more people that learn these techniques like the better the driving will get and the more it'll push everybody else and the sooner i'm gonna be washed up you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then you can be the senpai, like the OG teaching everyone all the, all the things. Like, yeah, I've taught you all you know, but not everything that I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just there on your car, so it's like, yeah, you'll get there, don't worry. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like what... What's, I mean, okay, so what's like the level of like a, the typical, like... I, okay, so the coolest thing that I saw when I went to Ebisu was yeah. this S15 Minami jump drift 
like full throttle limiter, like must have been like a four five hundred horsepower SR, like yeah, just insane run, like beautiful, right? Not yeah. the coolest looking car ever, like definitely I've never seen it before. Right, three of those runs all in a row, and I watched like some Australian dudes were there and some like UK guys were there and they were driving. They were driving sick, but it was nothing like this, right? Like yeah. So I go over to the pits and I see the guy jump out and he's like gray hair, like gotta be like 50 some 50 plus years old with like a belly yeah. and his like wife and his kids there. And you're just like, Oh God, like I suck. <laughs> like this like old dad is like way better than I've ever like thought <laughs> I could ever be. And it's like, it's like some, just some dude. And he's got like, you know, like a couple sponsors on his car and like, you know, yeah. he probably does, you know, he's probably, he probably did lights like, or, you know, street legal, like back, in, oh, the yeah, back in the day, yeah, yeah, something, yeah. you know, it's like, and you're just like, fuck man, like, I don't know, like what, are you chasing that ability? Like at Ebisu, is it like, are there that many people out there that are of that skill? Like, I don't know. I, I guess like, what's the percentage of just like mind blowing people that you've never seen before? Cause that's usually how I feel when I come back from Japan. I'm like, Oh, there's like a thousand drivers that are better than me. Um, oh man, it's funny you say that. Like the, um, so at every Matsuri, there are always this three NA Sylvia's that go into Minami and they drift the whole thing. They hit the jump. They go in. They do the whole in the dry. These guys are carrying so much speed, so much momentum, and they're just three. I'm, I can't, I can't remember how old they are because it's really hard to tell sometimes. Like, but yeah. they're, they're they're grown men. I, I think I think one's a woman. I think it's two men and a woman. And all they do is they just go all three of them. Like the the three cars are battered up. Like, but they just three them together. All jump. All go. Like, and it's like wow, I'm having trouble in a turbo and they're just doing that in NA like it's no one's business. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there are so many, like, legends that have not been, like, unearthed that just go and drive at a beaker. There's a dude who takes a JZX90 chaser, I think it is, um, on North Course. It has big silver fenders in the front headlights like a, look like a Camaro, they're like square headlights. Um, and he does 360 entries on North Course. He'll just go and 360 and just go, or he did like massive backies and just go, or there's um, uh, a young kid, his name is Sho Saito. He's actually in Formula Japan too. He's 23 years old. This guy's amazing. Like um, Andy told me to go drift with him if I want to get better. So I've known him for like six years. We used to drift back in the day with my S14. We actually had a, a, a crash back in the day. Um, but so now it's time to redeem it. But he's an amazing driver who's just started to like be recognized properly. But there are so many so many drivers out there that you just you can just sit back and watch if you go to like there was a recent event on at manami like the the old i think they called it the old guys farewell event it was hosted by ikaten um i think option were there to film and stuff and there were cars that i had never seen before like from old school g's like ogs like 50 years old plus that you said and some of the new school guys who were all just hitting manami hitting the jump pouring rain going 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 just non-stop and you're just there like See that there are so much, there is so much that we don't even know. Like yeah. there's that, and like a lot of them, they don't have Instagram. Like I've taken photos of cars or drivers and stuff, and people are like, "Oh, tag the Instagram." I'm like, they don't have one. Like yeah. they just straight up don't have one. They might have yeah. a Twitter, but it's all in Japanese. Like 
like yeah. quickly figuring that out. Um, yeah. Or they'll have line, and it's like, well, you're not going to add them online, are you? Like, and, <laughs> and that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, and that's it. Like, it's 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 wild. Like, and, and that's one of the things that I appreciate. And I'm privileged to just be able to just go to Ibiza and just sit there and just hang out and then just watch people just do it and like i i'm always picking up tips and looking at them like, okay he does that there or she does that there and then why they're doing that why they're doing that or even i can just go watch andy do it like like there's a video that i have that now nakamura technique study sent me um of andy more or less hitting a hundred point run on manami way back in the day i spoke to him about it it's a jzx 90 mark ii silver with red front fenders and a red hood and he had part one semis on the back I think they were 265 and he hits the jump massive goes right next to the wall then he gets towards the end of the curvature of the track and he hits the foot brake and the handbrake and you can see his car in a straight line just shoot towards the judge's stand and he smashes it the whole way around and it's like an amazing 100 point 99 point run and it's just like yeah there are so many different levels to this like there are just yeah. so many different levels to this like and i guess i'm just trying to get as good as i can while I can like and just be able to take that and stop any barriers for any other people like I will happily take anyone out on any track like just jump in my car I got a cage like I said a bucket seat so you're safe like safety is my priority and if it's my priority then you know you'll be safe as well like some of these cars aren't they don't have a lot of things like I remember Daigo took a passenger out on Minami um I'm sure people have seen the video um and this JZX90 Mark II with no cage stock passenger seat I think he hit the jump the passenger seat broken half or something like and the passenger's there like laying down and like so it's it can get a bit wild and like I'm not saying anything bad against them i'm just saying there, there are different levels to this and hey, i like to try to be safe <laughs> they got they got in the car you know yeah yeah yeah. i got i got in the car with naoki and we got in with no seatbelt. so <laughs> you know it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if i go i go you know (laughs) yeah like this is this is not an experience that i'm not gonna have you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure for sure like it's wild yeah coming down the front straight that you're like i if i died this way (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) in the last in the last time we were there the car uh julian bought we like anyway it was the the passenger seat was in the car yeah you know but like we didn't have time to put a seatbelt on the passenger side so like we're going down the front straight at mayhon and i'm holding like there's a video of it i'm holding the roll bar oh yeah yeah and the whole time in my head i'm like okay if we roll i gotta like pull my hands away because like if we roll like my fingers are the roof and my fingers are like i'm like but it was worth it yeah yeah, it's always good when nothing happens. It's like worth it, but you know. Yeah, like not everyone would get in in the car to go drifting with somebody, even with like a safe car. And yeah, then yeah. there's, I guess, people who have are idiots I, like me. <laughs> I would do it. So. Yeah, yeah, man, it's like one of those things. It's like you like you got on the plane, you went all the way out there, like you went to you figured out how to get to the track, and if someone's like, "Hey, get in the car," like you're already like you're like whatever like we're here this is for like, real I, I don't fucking care yeah in for and, a penny in for a pound but yeah and luckily nothing bad happened but yeah you so, only get so good. many of those i guess <laughs> <laughs> like god's up there that's like, 
okay, so that's one down. Like, <laughs> no, I think he's got about two more. Two more? Yeah, we happy with that? Yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like us in drifting are like getting those crossed off pretty quick. They're like, oh. for real. <laughs> They're like, oh, like okay, oh, okay you're, you're working on packies all day. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay. 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 Yeah, I you're progressing too well. Let me just throw in a, a bad <laughs> run there. There you go, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, break your wheel speed sensor. There you go, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now you don't know how fast you're going, okay. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, yeah. What, um, what, so you're doing, did you, you always had a, a two-way, I'm sure, right? Like, because that's like. It was welded to begin oh, with. Oh, it was welded before. So <laughs> yeah. You're on, so you're on a two-way now. Yes, and I'm so excited for it. I'm yeah, really, it was welded I'm, before. So yeah. I'm really curious. I'm really curious to see uh, what you think of that, like mm. how it's going to affect technique and and stuff. Because all I hear is good things, but it's usually people that have driven two ways for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they try a welded, and they're like, "I don't like it." So like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I feel like there's still some back and forth. Like, I feel like some people are like two-way is the only way i'm currently welded i've had yeah. a two-way in the past but it was i i think it like i bought a used one that was i think not very happy yeah so i i don't think no, my I experience that. was the best yeah i don't know i'm i'm on the fence like i'm trying to decide right now i have like right. i have a spare diff and i'm like do i go two-way do i spend the money you know no i hear you man like and they're not cheap like welded is such a cheaper option you just kind of oh yeah this this like sweet let's go like let's go drive like um so uh i can already think of certain areas where it'll help me um there are some times where i felt the rear end of the car binding on certain corners where it was like it felt really stiff and rigid and, and unhappy at how i flicked the car through no fault of my own it just for some reason didn't like it and so i'd have to like either give it a clutch kick or give it a little bit of gas to keep going or just like weather through that part um and i think i'm pretty excited for the speed it should gain me through intricate corners because i can now play with the clutch as well to lock and unlock the diff to go faster um in the dry and the wet but it'll be interesting to see how i do backies because um what i used to do is everyone always go that do the backy in and just wait but the way that i did it to make my car go faster is i'd actually keep my foot on the clutch to keep the power disengaged from the rear to help the wheels spin faster i guess going backwards or or whatever mm -hmm. um so i know i might have to change that sort of technique of all interesting welded, that's funny because right? i i had a limited i borrowed i borrowed a limited at a comp yeah, and then at the end of the comp, like it was just fun runs or whatever, and some dudes like, "Let me see a backy," and I was like, "All right," and I went out and I tried it. I was like, "I can't fucking do it." <laughs> like, like, what? yeah. And I, I didn't think about as soon as I clutch in and throw the wheel, the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that should be that should be interesting because like you'd clutch in and it wouldn't it would stop rotating. Yeah. Like it wouldn't like continue to like slide back. Ah, okay, all right. So I'm um, mm. I'm hoping it's not too much of a learning curve, but I because we're having a massive Abisu day on September nineteenth. Yeah. Um, myself, loads of other um foreigner drifters, um, um like Samit for example, and like mm. a couple of like Show or some of some of my friends Rahab, the Doink Squad guys from the states. Like some of the base guys are coming up from like Misawa base and like down in like Yokosuka and Yokosuka. Um, your quota base they'll be coming um 
and some of the local guys around my area will be coming up as well. So it should maybe like 15 cars, 20 cars. So we're going to have a massive day then. So I want to be able to practice with that new diff prior to that so I can at least not mess up in like a train or tandems yeah. or something. But it'll be interesting. Like, I I feel like I feel like it's a technique I should learn. I've driven, I mean, I've driven plenty of cars that have them. I just haven't, I haven't like tried to do baggies with it. And it's like, it's always different when it's your car. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I feel like I feel like I should get one and just be like, all right, this is the well that I'm gonna bring both today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna switch back and forth and see. Well, hey, a skill that I've never learned is how to left foot brake. I don't left foot brake because I don't know how to do it. I've it's, never tried it before. But. It's not <laughs> I I learned it playing a seto. Yep. And then I try to use it in the real world and then i realized yeah. that it didn't do exactly the same thing in instead of than it does in actual driving right right i haven't found i haven't found a point in which i need it yet does that make gotcha. sense like yeah, yeah I, makes sense. I think it really depends on the type of car yeah like if you have like a crazy high horsepower build and you're and you need to like drive, i don't know yeah like if you watch, okay, so if you watch like RDS or yeah. like any like Japanese drifting competition, like there's almost no left foot braking, but like the US has a ton of it, right? Like yeah. that's like that's like the thing that everyone does. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's like it's very opinion heavy. Um, mm. But I would say if you're driving in Japan, you don't need to do it because no one else does it. Like if you're following someone who's left foot braking, you have to left foot brake. Does that make sense? Right, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, like, you want to be the same as them, like in terms of the way you're the speed of the vehicle and everything. Yeah, and you like have to anticipate their moves. It's impossible to check up on somebody. Yeah. When they're left foot braking because they're like slowing down while they're drifting, and you're like you can't like surge and check up and surge and check up. Like yeah. you can't hang there with them. Like you have to just do what they're doing. I think. I think that's the problem, or the reason why people do it i don't know right right i hear you i've I've never felt myself needing to do it and i don't really want to buy loads of brake pads i guess too so. it's not <laughs> it's not like the i don't know do you use do you use foot brake when you're working on like backwards entries do you yes. use, yeah okay good yeah like i i wasn't sure if that's i feel like it's necessary because you just have you have to slow down the front of the car to get it to reverse I usually use the foot brake at the moment of my flick, to, um, yeah. especially with a yeah, with, well, with a JZX chassis because it's heavier than like lighter. And they're chassis. long. Yeah, yeah, they're to, super long wheelbase. Exactly, you just like throw the weight of the car towards the front wheels so that the back's lighter and can transition. So like I would usually clutch kick, spin the wheel, spin it back, quick little dab of the foot brake, then like dab of the handbrake when I want to slow down the rotation, then change down gear and then just wait and then get back on it and go around the corner yeah and so you're saying when you go to the two-way you can't clutch it and wait and play with the throttle you you leave you leave it on throttle but just let off throttle uh while you're sliding or like do you do you load like a little bit (laughs) um from from what i'm thinking um i think i'm just gonna have to um so clutch in uh entry handbrake change down gear let go of the clutch and just let the car coast and then when i get to the close to a point where i want to get back on the gas then clutch, clutch back in then like um 
well, n- not even clutch kick, just put the clutch in, build the revs up, then dump it. Like, so yeah. like, but it's going to be like, it's really weird. It's, I feel like it's easier now because I can just put my foot on the clutch and just wait and then give a gas then go where now it's like entry, clutch out, wait, clutch back in, gas go. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like an extra step involved. Hopefully it comes out I, to be faster or I cleaner, but we'll see. I didn't think about them needing to stay locked for the car to keep rotating and dead sliding. I didn't think mm. about that. I wonder. But I guess we'll see. Like I could be, I could it, be wrong. It might, it might, it might not. It might not affect it that much. But I am curious. Please report back. Yes, yes, for sure. I definitely will. Yeah. I'll make a comparison of with a like. I'm, I'm interested to see it. The last time I had a two way was in my S14, but I can't remember that. Plus, that was my cookie cutter years. Like, there's no way I could even yeah. tell you what it did. You know, so <laughs> it'll be interesting, like, to see it. But like from James, the PV mechanic, and Andy, they're like your last step you need for your car is more or less a two-way. You don't need a power seat because your car boosts at 0.9 bar. Like, I don't have a boost control or nothing. It just boosts at that. It's a really happy engine. So, like, yeah. so you don't need a power of C um, because all we do is put a one-bar boost in, like a, a one-bar map. So it's like you're 0.1 away. What's the point? Um, so just put the two-way in, then you should be all good to go with that car. Gotta, gotta love Toyota Motors, man. For real. So yeah. good. Yeah. I like let me drive like an entire event with like a bad math. It was slow, but it like it, I just aired the tires up a bunch and like I still yeah. had to drive, you know. Like anything Sick. else would be like eh, whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit of a Toyota fanboy at heart. I'm not gonna lie. Same. All I want yeah. of JZX is in my future. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh man. So okay. So you mentioned you mentioned that you pretty much have power vehicles like maintain your cars has that been a challenge because you like are you not super mechanically inclined or like have you just not had any space to like learn how to work on cars or like what what do you think like i could see that being challenging like and is that like a goal for you to learn like the mechanic side a little bit more um, so, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, in terms of mechanically minded, I'm not super mechanically minded. I'm more of a technology kind of person. Like I love doing computer stuff, um, as opposed to mechanical stuff. Um, you know, coming from London, UK, like we, we don't have a garage, you know, we, we don't really yeah. have space to work on things. So it was just more of a theory based, like I'm great with numbers and accounting and stuff like that. But in terms of using my hands and whatnot, like my girl's better than me at like woodwork, for example. Like she's Kiwi, mm. so she can like make things and she's way better than me and stuff like that. Like I like I measure it's, something and I ask her to double check for me. Like it's <laughs> messed up that you say that because like out of all the people I know from New Zealand, they like yeah. all build crazy shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The seas guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. Adam and Joel, like they make like the coolest stuff. And then yeah. uh Ruben, like where he he like has like a company they make like uh, for like um the beds of you yeah, right? yeah yeah of yeah. course i'm like i yeah. don't know just everybody out there is like and anyway. yeah no they're Every, awesome I everyone i met on guys. that trip like yeah knows how to build cool shit <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> yeah yeah so my girl is better at those sort of things than i am because she's kiwi and yeah um so i'm not super mechanically minded when i was at when i was in new zealand i had the chance to like use the hoist that Genesis massive and like mm-hmm. work on my car. Like I stripped 
the interior of my Crash JZX and the, and swapped it with the interior of my new shell and did all of that. And I helped with like installing the coilovers and stuff like that. But I'm it takes me a very long time to do it. Like I'm not going to lie to anyone. Like I'm not good at that, those things. I'd love to get better at it. Um, having power vehicles maintaining my car is a godsend. Like there is no way we're able to do as much driving if I had to maintain it myself. It's just not possible. It's cool. Um, it's it's like kind of refreshing to hear that they're not like, oh yeah, man, you need a bigger turbo and you need this and that. Like they're like, no, 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 your your motor is fine. Like you just need a two way and that's it. Like yeah, and like they, obviously it's in their you know financial like mind to maybe sell you something you don't need. But it's like it's like I said, it's like refreshing to know that they they're just like, no, this is all you need to go drive. Like and that's yeah. For sure. That's like, pretty cool. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Like Andy, if if I'm sitting there like having a break on my phone or something, he'll just come in, he'll just like knock on my window and be like, What are you doing? Go drive. Just I was like, I'm just taking a little break. He's like, Did you come in to take a break? Go drive. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's awesome. Like oh he just keeps telling me he's like, Go drive. And once you get better, I'll come and drive with you. So that's been like another goal I've been working towards. Is like I've been trying to get better and better and then show him the videos. He's like, Okay, yeah, sweet, I'll grab my car now. And it's like I have, he's chased me once. No, he's chased me one day. Um, it was a year ago. That, like, you, it was like a, a, um, a week after I broke. Sorry, go on. Were you nervous? I was bricking it so hard. Oh my <laughs> God. I was bricking it so hard. My mind was like, don't spin, don't spin, don't spin, don't spin, don't spin. <laughs> so um, like I, I, a year ago, I broke my collarbone in like a bicycle accident. But I didn't realize it was broken for a month. I must have a very high pain tolerance. I don't know. Um, and I uh, went to Ibisu drifting like two weeks later after the break. Um, and we were doing the Nishi short, which is the trains, the Nishi trains course. But we were doing it in reverse, which I've never done before. So we were starting from the bottom and then drifting up um, in reverse. And it was super raining. And then Andy was like, sweet, I'm going to follow you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. My shoulder hurts. Like... My car's still got the misfire. Like, my, my still got the bad coilovers in. Like, I'm just out here trying to have a good time and not spin. Like, I've never done this track before. It's super raining. Like, he's like, no, no, don't worry. I, I know you're going to spin, like, 20 seconds before you know you're going to spin. I was like, okay. So then I'm, <laughs> I'm going for it, trying it. And this man is just on my door, like, <laughs> just, like, pressuring me the whole time, the whole time, like, both sides. Like, my girlfriend's in the car with me. She's just there, like, yeah, he's right there. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't need to hit it right now. I just yeah, yeah, need to stay on my drive. Yeah, like, like there, are, there are things that I don't need to know. That I, those, these are things that I know currently. Let's not add. Let's not add that to my thing. For real. I mean. Yeah. Like I could hear him. I could hear his. Like I think he's got a T67 in his practice car. Okay. Right here, and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And then he let me chase him afterwards, and that was great. I didn't get super close, but like I'm like I'm chasing Andy Gray. This is amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, man, that, and so he was like, get better, and then we'll go for much faster entries, and he was trying to help me out to do Manami. He's like, wait for it to rain for Manami, that's the best time to try it, because it's a lot of slow motion, so you can keep starting back and back and back. He's like, you don't need to actually hit the jump and bounce your car, you can go around, like drift around the jump, that's okay. Yeah. Like, it, it only becomes a jump it's, if you go fast enough, like, but it's, otherwise it's just a little bump. Like That's interesting that he said that it's the easiest in the rain, but I can see that. It's, because it's, it's one of those corner it's one of those things where you have to carry so much momentum to like make it yes. to the bottom and yes. like downhill drifting obviously like you can't lift yeah like so yeah 
It's a lot and, easier to not lift in the rain. For real. And he's like, if you want to do it in the dry, air up your tires to higher than what you have for North Course or higher than you normally have. Because you need, especially in a stock car, you need all that momentum to take you the whole... Like, if you want to get a proper line, which mm-hmm. takes you out to the grandstand, you've got to keep the speed the whole way down. Like, So hopefully when my diff is fixed in you know, like a, a week or two weeks, I'll go back up and do some more Manami and hopefully nothing happens. That's going to be good. Are you... Yeah. Like... Do they have do they have like competitions at uh Ebisu, like small ones or like I don't know like 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 obviously obviously there's lights but like that's like it's seen seen people that I've seen drive insane yeah like like just barely qualify in lights I'm like okay uh, like that's that's never a chance for me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like <laughs> Not a school level, the school gap. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, there's um, uh, EDS, which is the Abisu Drift Series, um, which is held by Abisu Circuit, and you drift on uh, ni- uh, Nishi Long, which is the FD Japan layout, mm-hmm. um, and then you do Nishi Short Long, which is similar to the Matsuri layout where you come over the hill, the crest, um, but instead of cutting on the inside, you drift along the outside and come the whole way down. That's the my, in my in my personal opinion, the funnest track in all of Ibisu is that one there, and then Manami too. But I'm not sure how that's going to change with Manami closing at the end of the year. But yeah, that that's what I want to do next. I missed the first round. The second round's on Manami, but I don't know when it is. It shouldn't be too far in the future, I don't think. Mm. So I'd love to try that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Are you like? Awesome. Yeah, like is your goal to? compete or are you just trying to like get better and have fun doing it like i don't know everyone's got kind of a different goal with drifting for me for the longest time i didn't do comps because i kind of felt like they were like contradictory to like what i I wanted out of drifting but like now as i'm older i'm like i don't know it could be fun like maybe i won't Hmm. be so critical and like hard on myself if i fuck up like i can just go and be like it's whatever uh right so like now i'm kind of like i'm i'm doing them when i can or whatever i don't know but some people that's like the goal like i want to be a professional drifter i want to win trophies and stuff like where do you stand there um well for me i um would love to do like i'm just trying to drift to get better because it's super fun and awesome but i'd love to do some sort of comps i i would at the moment I don't have any sort of plans to try push for the top, top, top level comp. Um, I'd love to go for something like EDS or D1 lights. Like I'd love to go to like a feeder series because I think that'll be the most competitive and most fun with like a range of like young and upcoming drivers and being a black dude from London. I think it'd be pretty cool. Like, especially if I ever win around, they would be like, I did it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, so that would be pretty cool and awesome, and hopefully it'll give like the motivation to people out there who are of color or just anyone who just wants to do it. Period. Like, hey, it's not it's not foreign for us to do it. Like, because when I was young, I wanted to be a uh, I wanted to be an F one driver, the first black F one driver. But I guess Lewis Hamilton beat me to that. So I'm like, well, I, I can do drifting. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah his legacy his legacy is going to be tough to beat too. For not- real. Now he's not only the first black F1 driver, he's like the first like black F1 like, 
world champion slash like the most world championships slash like i think he's won the most races now too like he's just, he's just like just any 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 like accolade he's just trying to get yeah he's he's just Locking achievements left and right <laughs> for real. His Xbox game score must be wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah i i I was talking to somebody about that the other day too. I was like, man, I want to. I always wanted to be a race car driver when I was younger. Like, yeah, that was like my thing, and I was and for a while I was like, well, that dream is gone. Like that ship sailed. And then I like was thinking about the other day. I was like, I mean, I'm like kind of a race car. I'm not like good you know i'm not like i'm not like a world champion but like i'm like i'm doing what i said i wanted to do and it's maybe not you know when you're a kid you only see f1 you don't know it's like you know you might watch like british touring cars like i actually wanted to drive british touring cars when i was a kid like oh yeah like or like dtm that that like whole like era of cars is like and racing it's was wild, like right? the shit yeah I'm like yeah well, i wanted that like all the cars look super cool and they're like again it's like relatable you know anyway whatever yeah and i like have one of the cars from that era and i like don't race it because i'm not you know that that's complicated but like at least i have drifting you know like yeah man for real like i think it's 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 difficult to see the forest through the trees because we're in it yeah. Like and we're and we're out here and we're doing it. And there's gonna come a time in like five, ten years where we're gonna think back on it and be like, oh, you know what? We were actually out here doing it. Like we were yeah. like we were here doing it before it became super inaccessible and we don't even know the amount of effect we've had on, you know, the younger generation who are who are watching us and trying to get into the sport and they see something that's super relatable, they see something out someone that's out there doing it and they think, Oh, yo, like I can do that as well. Like yeah. You know, so it's 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 wild and it's like easy for us to just forget and just think oh man i need to do something to do this but then when you take a step back it's like no i am doing it and i'm doing great <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't know how inspiring it's like when you get to that i don't know when you get to the point of having like car with delivery and all that stuff like i don't know how inspiring it is to people who are like getting into it but i think it is like still cool because people who haven't found it yet might see it or like you know the younger kids like i feel i feel like the younger kids love the like super liveried out cars with like yeah you know i i can't remember i was like outside of my friend's house or something and this like kid came up and was like is that a hot wheels (laughs) like some little kid (laughs) and i was just like dude it like melted my heart you know like, I'm like <laughs> I, I was you like i was you i know exactly how that feels you know like imagine being you like at like five years old and walking up and seeing like you know you're you driving your car and being and like getting a ride along or whatever you know it's just like it's insane isn't it it's it's crazy that we've become those guys that we looked at back up to back in the day and it's like oh yo that's mad <laughs> yeah and even if it's we're cool, just man. doing it on like whatever scale we're doing it on it's still like yeah we gotta i guess i guess that, that lesson is no matter what level you're doing it on at least you're doing it you know for real you're doing it you're doing it like yeah and yeah like i have a problem with that sometimes my girl always checks me like that that's how i know i'll never get like i'll never let this stuff go to my head because she checks me more than anyone else like no she checks more than anyone else like like 
I like I I love to respond to messages and if anyone asks to reach out and collab whatever I'm always 100% down to do it like but like my friends and my girl keep me 100% humble like and it's it's refreshing and it's nice to like have that sort of thing like yeah my girlfriend loves to roast me about like <laughs> Like, get off your phone <laughs> like no one even cares you know <laughs> for real like i you're like oh you're gonna um, post another picture of your car you're like come on it's like hey leave me alone okay leave me alone because <laughs> i told her that uh, i'm not gonna because she's away so i told her i'm not gonna be on my phone for for some time because i got this interview and she's like oh mr famous here i'm like listen leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta have those people in your life 100 percent, man 100 you gotta, you gotta have those people in your life that like roast you for real for like real. what do you what do you think this is like you, it's like i knew you when you were nothing <laughs> <laughs> nothing don't you forget that <laughs> and you're still nothing you're like oh. it's like yeah well my fans don't think so <laughs> Do they live with you? Like, <laughs> do they cook you dinner sometimes? You know, like, do they let you drive your car to go? We say, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like they don't see you in there cleaning the bathroom, you know? <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> I always like, yeah. Every time I go to the laundromat or whatever, like, do, I'm doing some like domestic shit. I always like try and post that on on IG, just like let people know, like, hey man, I'm not rich. Like, I still go to the laundromat. Like, you know, like, yeah. Like, I gotta go to work, and you know like for real sometimes yeah. my credit card bill gets real high like <laughs> that's just how how it goes you know oh man so funny sometimes like, people think that like they that we that we don't have to do those things like yeah and it's like no nah, man like i still go to work like every day at, at the school like I, t- I try to take um stories of me in my like work uniform and stuff and i'm just like yeah i'm going to school teach you snot those kids abcs let's go like i'm just yeah. a regular dude like yeah I uh I was yeah so when I was like I was like checking out your your stuff pretty much like when we were talking about doing this and yeah. I I came across uh your videos from Tokyo Auto Salon where you're going around <laughs> uh I think it was just called like the story Virgin Hunters was, was just called Vir- Virgin Hunters and you were like going around finding the like funniest dudes who just went there to take pictures of like the booth models yeah i was i was i was like all right i like this guy he's I was like this, this dude's funny okay because like, like nah. oh man that whole thing was had me fucking dying dude like the guys with the dude and you know like i know cameras so like i know how much some of those cameras cost like that yeah, like, yeah. dude had like a 1d 1d mark x you know just trying to get like the, the thigh <laughs> shots like oh yeah look at that thigh like oh the complexion's amazing look at it like and i'm just there like damn bro there's something called the internet like you can just say no 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 but i took this photo it's mine like man <laughs> there's funny. a there's a there's a fetish called uh gwc guy with camera and it's like i yeah yeah it's i don't know i don't know if it's it's probably like global but like i don't know what's called in japan it's probably just right. called being a photographer but like <laughs> it's it's like an actual fetish like prostitutes will have guys with like really nice camera gear have them come over and like do like the whole thing and they'll like do like a photo shoot with them and then like they'll just go home like no anything after that it's like a whole it's like a whole weird fetish guy with camera it's like a thing i don't know but japan has that shit bad (laughs) bro japan i've never seen a country more thirsty 
than Japan in my life. Like, <laughs> Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I, like, it's so, I don't know. Like, it's, it's not just that they're so thirsty. It's that the thirst is encouraged. It's encouraged. Ah, like, interesting. Like, like, Go on to like that's what that that's why you have girls bars like everywhere. Yeah. Like um and I'm telling you right now, a girls bar will never work in a Western country. You'll be closed within the first week because they go, you pay five thousand yen for ninety minutes. You'll have one girl come over to your table and you'll just talk. Like we're talking now. That's yeah. it. And then they'll and then they'll get them to buy drinks and stuff, which are like highly inflated. Some maybe watered down, I don't know. I'm not speaking bad about any of them. Mm-hmm. But um mm-hmm. Like and they at the end of the year those those people who go to the girls' bars will give those girls like presents or big bonuses or I was watching a video for one where uh, it was a, a woman and she went to a boys a boys' bar so same thing but reversed and um, there was like these m- m- men who work there have certain sales targets that they have to hit for the week or for the month and this girl was trying to buy more drinks to help him hit his target. So she bought like a, was it like a 300,000 yen champagne bottle? So three grand or whatever. She doesn't even drink. She doesn't drink. She <laughs> bought that so he's to help him be the number one of the club. Like, And I'm just like, why what? though? Like, yeah, exactly. So for her to do that, she had to go and find extra work and do questionable things. Like I don't want to say it, but do questionable things. And I'm just like, for this dude who's just like no one to you like and like yeah, if you go through like crazy. japanese tiktok because that's what i get on my phone a girl or a woman will be there wearing some sort of dress which is trying to be sexy but um yeah trying to be sexy or whatnot um and there'll be a song play- a tiktok song playing in the background and she'll literally just go when the beat drops that's it she'll just stand there when the beat drops, <laughs> three hundred thousand likes. She's verified everything. I'm like, oh, okay, so that's how it is here. Like, and mm-hmm. I just, I just, but like, they can't speak to women normally. Like, on a just, that's why the because like Japan has a declining population. Yeah. More people are dying than are being born. Like, and like there are so many people who are in their forties plus who aren't married. Like, so it's it's wild that the normal conversational, normal relationship sort of thing is. Sp- like sparse or very difficult to find, but then you have people which are so thirsty to do things like buy a super expensive camera and zoom in on the thigh or like go to girls' bars and stuff. It's so it's wild, man. Like I don't yeah. know. Like it's 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 very difficult for me with a Western mind to grasp it. Like so yeah. they could have their reasons, it could be good for them and I'm happy that that that, that they're doing that they think that they're happy is all great for them, but it's just very difficult for us to grasp a lot. Yeah, usually when we're in Japan, we're staying in like Bontembury and like Osaka. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. like there's like a lot of that. Like yeah. there's a girls' bar, host club, like, and then like everyone's out on the street and they're all like, you know, J-pop looking like, you know, anime character looking yeah. guys. Like you yeah, know, it's so crazy. But hey, so I mean, weird. yeah, you do you. You know what I mean? Like, you do you. Yeah. Like it doesn't affect me that you guys won't ask me to go to the bar. So I'm like, sweet, do your thing. I'm here for the drifting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, have That's you met wild. friends out there that are, are like English speaking that are not there for drifting? Uh, well, 
my yeah i have um but they're there for cars so like um luckily for my girlfriend in in utsunomiya there's a honda factory and they bring over people from the states so they do like an exchange for like three years where they work here and they come over their families and whatnot so she's been able to go and make friends so i've met them and some of them aren't into drifting they're just here um with just working for honda some of them do like speedometers some of them do like um the new hybrid engines and stuff like that so those people that aren't here for um drifting but they're into cars and then there's the other section of people who are just here because they think japan's the greatest place in the world mm. and yeah it's, everyone has an interesting story as to why they're in japan that's one thing i've realized everyone's got an interesting story as to why they're here in japan and they're just here because they love the culture and they love the, people, the way people do things even if sometimes it can be very frustrating but they they still think it's the best thing ever and they're not into drifting or driving and they're just regular people like, and it's like, oh, okay, so that that's a thing, but you know, you do you. But. Yeah. So you said you said you're gonna move back to New New Zealand in like yeah yeah a couple of years. Are you are you are you excited to get out of Japan? Or are you like, I don't know? Do you? It's, it's like a, it's it's a difficult question. I know. It's a difficult question for sure, but um, it's like I'm excited to move to New Zealand for all of the opportunities and all of the Western aspects of life that are reopened to me again. Mm. Like going shopping, I can go to one supermarket. Yay. Like we're done. Yeah. Like, you know, but get, yeah. getting a, a SIM card. Sweet. Let me just fill out a form. Sweet. Like, you know, getting a credit card. Easy. So those sort of things. Um, and being able to speak to people like in English, super easy. And it's very similar to like the UK in terms of life. The only thing that would be a little bit sad is like, Having a beach circuit two hours down the road would be a little bit sad, but I'm hoping that by the time I move back, um, the current virus crisis has slowed down and I've been able to create a business for myself. I'm able to come back to Japan every month and drift. Like, and I'm very lucky that my girl is someone who understands that drifting in Japan is a big part of my life and she supports me coming back to japan every month for like a week or two weeks to do some driving and drifting and because that's part of my business and i guess now it's kind of ingrained into milky diamonds like me like that doing this driving thing is what i want to do in my life um so if everything works out the way it should i shouldn't miss out on much i should only miss out on like those random events that pop up which i've been to a few times which are the reasons like i've like i've been to andy's house and we had barbecue there for my birthday you know like Mm -hmm stuff like that's amazing I mean, that's the stuff that like when you live somewhere you can do or like random events at a be so it's like our oh, agent case hosting an event you should come down sweet amazing or like mm. something at nico so i miss those things but for the most part i think it would be positive if the virus crisis gets all good if it doesn't then i'll be sad that i'm not driving as much and i hope to drive in new zealand at hampton downs and other stuff too but i know it'll be a little bit different to japan yeah i mean at least you have i feel like there's a decent amount of people in new zealand who are trying their best to keep things uh exciting as far as like japanese style driving and yeah for sure cool entries i mean you know ksk does it yeah yeah it's awesome. so sick. that sr2860 got awesome yeah have you met him when you were there or? yes i met him yeah i did meet him at a few like mad mike events at hampton downs and i met the seas garage boys and um, the D Club GP boys, like I've met, I've, I think I've met everyone more or less. Um, so it's and they're all they were all really nice, um, and they 
like brought me in same as like with Genesis message and stuff so I know all of them and I used to do photos and photography and videos for everyone so it was pretty cool yeah oh that's cool I didn't know that Ah, yeah, like there's there's things from back in New Zealand that people are like, oh, I didn't know you lived in New Zealand. It's like, yeah, yeah, you just got to scroll down far enough and you'll find it. Like I used to like my have my white mark to of like BN front fenders and like these like fluorescent green raised gram lights wheels and all four and it was super loud and it wasn't 100% legal, but like I never got stopped by the cops. So it was great. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, wild. Um, yeah, I mean... Shit, man. <laughs> come out to Japan. This when yeah. right, when this thing's over, come out to Japan. Hopefully, I'll still be here. Even if I'm not, I'll make sure to come out here, and then we'll do some driving, bro. Like, you need to get in the yeah. passenger seat. You need to get in the driver's seat. Like, I want you to experience that as well. It'd be so I've, sick. Yeah. So those friends I was talking about, they still have a JZX at Ebisu. So like, I'm and they were talking about going back, and I'm like, oh, please, I want to go on that trip. And then he was talking about some. I don't know. I want to drive Ebisu. I've I've been to mayhan a few times but like driving mayhan in somebody else's car is like not something i like i'll do it i'll do it but you it's it's very hard to like it's it's a commitment track like you have to commit or you don't do the line so it's like it's one of those things where i i don't know i'm scared to crash somebody else's car especially if it's like my friend's car who lives in the states who has a car in japan you know and it's like yeah yeah not quite as easy to just be like, yeah, man, I'll come over and help you fix it over the next couple of weekends. Like, no big deal. Like, yeah, exactly. So, I would like to have a car in Japan someday. I don't know when that's going to be, but if you ever hear anyone, if you ever hear through any sort of grapevine that somebody wants to sell a car at a beach circuit, buy it straight away. Yeah, just, just no matter what. Like, if you can make it work, just make it work and buy it. Because from what we've seen around here the likelihood of newer cars, when I say newer cars, I mean like JZXs that aren't Ibisu cars yet, getting yeah. into the Ibisu ecosystem, it's probably not going to happen. Like, So if there's someone who has an Ibisu car who wants to sell it, just buy it. Just literally just find a way and just buy it straight away. Like, I think the cars that are at Ibisu are the ones that are going to stay there. And once those start to die off through crashes or people are exporting them, they're then not... it's going to be like, they're not going to be replaced, I don't think. Is that because they don't want to keep storing cars or like what's just too expensive just the just the barrier to entry for a jzx now is like you're looking at like 1.5 million for a stock one you're gonna have to put at least another 500,000 into that to get it obesity ready you know you need good coilovers you need a cage or if you're going through power vehicles you need a cage you need bucket seats you need harnesses yeah you know like you need all these little things and by then you've almost got like a 2 million yen car like you know it's 20k like that and obesity is not a forgiving track you know like yeah you can destroy your car and any of the tracks so yeah. that's what i mean by like the ones that are in the ecosystem they're probably going to stay there so they, they, they might start swapping hands a bit more so if you can get in one of those definitely buy one like even i'm looking for a second one just in case i have to my jzx you know like so yeah i need to get a right hand <laughs> i need to get a right hand drive car over here so i can start learning but that's the one thing i thought about shipping a left-hand drive car to japan just because Oh yeah, I'm not. You're not I'm the not, first one to think that. <laughs> yeah, I think Jason's gonna do that. Jason's actually building a, a S13. He's just he's building a 240 to ship to Japan. Cool. Yeah, so that should be cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, I I don't know when that's gonna happen or how long it's gonna be, but I definitely want to be in a position to be able to do that also because if those mm. guys are going over as much 
and it like turns into like a thing like you don't you know, you that, know yeah. they're just gonna get better and better like it's just it's just this chase like yeah i always get uh i got my car kind of like dialed and it was pretty quick at the last like couple events and, yeah. and jason's like i'm gonna have to raise my car i'm gonna do this and that i'm like dude come on man like like i finally i can finally keep up with you i can finally like touch your car in tandem yeah don't do this to me man like i just got here like <laughs> like, it's like come on like come on like you know how i've been trying to do this but why you gotta do this to me for like <laughs> yeah it's like i just climbed to the top of this mountain and then he's like all right well i'm gonna go to that mountain over there like. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that wasn't the top this is the top you're like fuck <laughs> yeah so don't do this to me man yeah so it's good i i i don't know man i don't know we'll see i think uh well yeah i'm excited to, i'm excited to see what you can do in this next little bit i'm excited to see uh clutch type lsd and oh thanks bro <laughs> how like how often do you drive are you going like more than the moment i've been lucky enough that i'm able to go like every other weekend yeah that's good and um, yeah. I, I and my and my girlfriend got me a gold card for my birthday um mm-hmm. and a gold card is um like a yearly subscription or a yearly pass to beach circuit so i don't have to pay entry i just pay my uh, insurance fee for the day which is just 500 yen five bucks and i can drift all the tracks like so she got me that for my birthday so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna put a ring on that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> for real, like I'm still, waiting, I'm still, I'm still, still waiting for a gift like that. I mean, I, I was, I was like, hey, what? It's been it's been six years. Like, you know, what? you don't want to help me out? Yeah, man, the support that's, has been wild. That's, but... that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Is she? Was she into drifting? Like, how did you meet her through drifting? Like, how did that happen? No, I met her through Tinder. Okay. <laughs> That was it. Yeah, but then my first time ever using Tinder was in New Zealand. I didn't use it in the UK. Mm-hmm. My first date was absolutely horrible, horrible, horrendous. It wasn't with her; it was with somebody else. But it was horrendous. Yeah. I was gonna oh say, oh my yeah. god, it was. Oh wow! It, and th- and this is my first ever date like on Tinder. So I'm just like, this is what Tinder is because I do not want to do this. Like it was like I did. Like I asked my friend if I can borrow his R32 GTR. I picked her up in that for the date, and I was like, yeah, sick. Like. I messaged her and I was like, oh, um, I don't know much. This was, I had been in Auckland for like a week. Oh, no, mm-hmm. for like a month. And I was like, oh, I want to go see some cool things tonight. Like, um, it doesn't have to be a date if you don't want it to be, but please just show me around. Like, tell me where to go. She said, yes, sweet, come pick me up. I was like, cool. Went and picked her up, like, dressed up kind of nice. Like, went there. I was about to, I got out of the car, waited outside the car. She came over. I was like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? She's like, no, the first alarm bell. Quick, get in the car before my dad sees me. And I'm like, Okay, mm-hmm. this is a bit of a problem, but you know, whatever. Let's just continue driving, and I like I'm driving now, and then she's like, she brings out a whiskey and coke can from her bag, and like pops it open and starts drinking, and I'm like, okay, okay, and mm-hmm. she goes, do you want? Then she's like, do you want one? I'm like, I'm currently driving, like you can see me driving. No, I do not want one. Like, <laughs> and yeah, the night just went downhill from there, and it was just not a good time but then the second date was with my current girlfriend and that was great and it was a great time and picked her up in the Arsenal awesome Fence about R32 GTR again and yeah I guess the rest is history that's cool was she like into the car at all or was that like the test nah uh, no so my test is usually 
when we're driving, I ask, do you want me to drive it like I stole it or do you want me to drive like an old person? So if they say old person, I'm just like, oh, this is a bit boring. But if they say like, like I stole it, I'm like, yeah, shift down to second. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. I win. <laughs> um, she didn't know much about cars back then, but she has become very good at it now and she can tell the difference between all three jzx's mark ii chaser Cresto, mm. um and 90 and 100 and 110 and if we're if she's ever out driving by herself she'll take photos of cool cars and send them to me on my phone um no and then she'll tell me if i'm doing bad injuries or good injuries so no nah, she, <laughs> she's good, good. <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah i actually the only tinder date i ever went on was with my current girlfriend like awesome over six years ago yeah yeah i was like yeah i'll check out tinder and then i was like this is this app's fucking weird and then we ended up meeting and you know hit it off and yeah awesome man yeah i didn't have a weird date where i but i yeah maybe never mind it <laughs> <laughs> was like some stories of, sealed last. Yeah, there's just some stories you don't tell on here you know <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough Maybe uh, that's for like when we turn the turn the recording off. It's like so happened. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Well, dude, I think we we're like two, almost two and a half hours. Cool. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I'm I'm uh I'm gonna go to sleep because it's late for me and yeah, I got I work tomorrow. Like, oh no, it's like what eleven thirty for you, right? Yeah, I'm like an old man now. Also, we got oh, a no, pu- that. we got we have a puppy and. He, oh, ha- cool. he has to wake us up at 6.30 every morning. Every morning, 6.30, no matter what. <laughs> wakes us up. This is, I, this, this is a true story. He wakes us up. Yeah. Make sure we're up. Like, paw you in up, the face. Up, up. Like, like yeah. make sure you're up. And then he goes back to sleep. <laughs> every day. Human. 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 Yeah. You up? Good. Yeah. I run yeah. this place. <laughs> what, um, what breed is it? uh he's a bernie's mountain dog poodle mix cool yeah so he's like a uh, he's a lot bigger than we thought he was gonna be oh yeah dude i love i love him anyway his name is bodie he's he's pretty cool cool um that's awesome but yeah dude i appreciate you doing this you're a legend thank you for coming Uh, on here thanks man thanks for having me bro this is awesome this is so sick like i don't really get to do interviews much so this is awesome i appreciate it i feel like yeah i feel like there's a a lot more we could talk about too but you know sometimes sometimes it's better to do like a part two instead of just be like so this like small detail (laughs) but uh i'm down for a part two once everything gets going once i do more tandem drifting with show and my clutch i mean my lsd and stuff i'm 100 down for a part two let's do a part yeah, two man. three four five whatever i'm here yeah, for yeah i'm down to do like i'm down to do like a check-in and like some time see yeah. see like kind of i don't know maybe like after some progression and like tandem and like maybe some of the things because i i do think that you're very good at like picking out small details that like not everyone might be able to like relay i guess so like that's that's super important and i know i said that before but i definitely think that's something people need to see or hear or whatever so like as you as you progress i'm definitely going to want to like at least have it vocalized because the videos you're putting out are great but like this stuff is good for people too i think so yeah yeah oh thanks bro i appreciate it my g it's so yeah. sick <laughs> yeah and i appreciate your offer you letting me drive your car i mean what can i say dude yeah. like that's that's uh it's too nice 
Hey, I'm hoping by the time you get here, I'll have another one we can do tandems. Oh, okay. Don't that's don't, don't get me too excited, man. Don't get me too. Why not? Excited. Why why not? What's wrong with getting excited? It's good vibes out here. Like let's just get well, well, let's get excited. Like I'm I'm here to drift to make everyone else drift as well. Like that's that's the level I want to be. I want everyone to good vibes drive together and have all that stuff. So yo, like we don't know where the future's gonna go, but we can hope it goes somewhere that we we love and hopefully it gets there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's do this while we can. You know, for real. Yeah, man. Anyway, thank you. IG, take care of yourself.